0: Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at lawyerup904.com.
1: Rise and shine, Google's go time on a Thursday morning. It's a custom research surgeon's Thursday. We've got a lot to get to. We moved through this morning. We'll motor through it, some would say. Ugh. Oh. I mean, I- we have another last stand for our football team this week. We already had our last stand at Detroit, and that went uh, miserably. And we can only hope. I feel like it's across your fingers, and you know maybe we get some sort of no-brainer win somehow. It's kind of what I'm feeling. Titans team now that's kind of backed into a corner like a Tennessee Copperhead. Lost a couple of games. They fired a GM. They play the kind of football to kind of pound their way through, you know, any kind of dysfunction that is currently going on up there so we'll see you're gonna hear from trevor uh coming up this hour he speaks as to his health which is the number one question we've got doc kevin murphy in studio with us today so that's good timing uh but you'll hear from trevor himself on where he is and you know what he feels like he'll be able to do this week uh spoiler alert he's gonna go right see how effective um he can be against that titans defense so uh, there's that. Et, could we agree on what? Good morning, first, my friend. How are we today? I'm good, man. Right, Happy good. Thursday. All right, good. Uh, you too. Um, can we agree? And I feel like I'll say this again next year and five years from now. That's just the direction that that we're going. But can we agree on two things? Quarterback has never been more important in the sport than it is now because of the volume of passing that we see. That just is just unheard of at every level. By the way. From, affirmative right uh, w- when you played you know I-, I don't know maybe you had reached the uh, air revolution by then but when you played football at clay high school how many times did your team throw the ball on average in a game
2: probably i'd probably say about anywhere from 12 to t- t- 15 times
1: right yeah. you know okay that's that's a good i mean when when i was back in my day a, a high school quarterback may throw it seven times in a game right and we've evolved now. there's high school quarterbacks around town have fifty attempts in games depending on you know where they play and how they're playing. No
2: nah, we win a couple of weeks yeah without throwing a well there out. you go.
1: Point being the sport and the position have evolved to the point that even more than last year, it's the most important position in in sports, probably. It's become more and more important and and part of the reason, And this is point two. Would you agree with me on this? The quarterbacks are getting better and better and better. That's right. They're more ready coming into college football. We see freshmen just explode onto the scene. Um, You know, just Bryce Young, a freshman a year ago, wins the Heisman at the quarterback position in the toughest conference in football. Uh, To the NFL, where, look, Say what you uh, want about the year one for Trevor Lawrence, but it seems pretty clear to me where the arrow is pointing on that kid as the number one quarterback entering into the NFL. Success is expected quicker. It often comes quicker because quarterbacks, quite frankly, are just so much better. And it goes all the way back to now, uh, you know, little kids play flag football when they're five to 10. And that means quarterbacks get used to scanning the field, throwing the ball, concepts, repetition, if you asked uh, Denny Thompson, I had an interesting comment about AR yesterday on with Frangie. We'll have Denny, uh, the Whisper on with us tomorrow, but there's one particular one yesterday. I'll play back for you this hour. But you asked Denny Thompson about the improvement in quarterbacks and how important it has been that the flag football and the seven-on-seven, seven, that stuff wasn't around 15 years ago. Not to the extent that it is now. So quarterbacks, to my point, are better prepared than ever to give you what you think they're going to give you when they're highly touted. When you draft a quarterback number one overall, for the most part, you're going to get, you know, Trevor Lawrence. You're going to get um, Kyler Murray. You know, you're going to get guys that can make an impact and a difference on your football team. So to that end, especially coming off such a, Disappointing year on the field. Billy Napier's biggest win, perhaps ever in recruiting, if it holds out, will be the commitment that he got yesterday. Billy Napier yesterday got the number one quarterback prospect of next year's class of 2024. Kid named DJ Lagway. He's the number 12 overall prospect in the country, but the number one dual threat quarterback quarterback choosing Florida over Texas A&M and USC, Clemson. Here is why it very well might be the biggest recruiting win that Billy Napier has at Florida, no matter how long he stays, no matter how successful the program becomes. Let me, if I may, remind you who the number one quarterback prospect has been the last 10 to 15 years. Now, they break it down between the best pro-style pro, pro quarterback and the best dual-threat quarterback. But one or the other, this is your list over the last few years. In 2020, the number one dual-threat quarterback in the country was Bryce Young. In 2018, the number one pro-prospect was Trevor Lawrence, the number one dual-threat quarterback prospect was Justin Fields. In 2017, the number one dual-threat quarterback was Tua. In 2015, the number one dual-threat quarterback was Kyler Murray. In 2014, it was Deshaun Watson. You see what I'm saying? Deshaun Watson, Justin Fields, Bryce Young, Tua, Trevor. That's that's what that prospect has become. Now, look, we can give you the recruiting is an inexact science. Because in fairness, I cherry-picked through the last seven, eight years, but I still came up with seven, eight quarterbacks. In total, here's who they were. In fact, we'll forget pro style. These are the dual-threat quarterbacks, the tops in the nation by year because this kid's a dual-threat quarterback. You can't give him credit for Trevor Lawrence's skill set. But that being said, 2020, that player was Bryce Young. 2018, that player was Bo Nix. 2018, that player was Justin Fields. 2017, that player was Tua. 2016, a miss. Jarrett Garantano of Tennessee. But 2015, Kyler Murray. 2014, Deshaun Watson. So let's just go back seven, eight years, man. And, and that's that's the expectation. That's the comparison you could make for the, the Gators yesterday getting a verbal commitment from DJ Lagway, the number one dual threat quarterback in the country, not for this year's class, but for next. Building a quarterback room like Nick Saban in particular, they've been the most successful. Right now it's Georgia, but these, the most successful it has been Nick Saban in Alabama. And think about, they, they had a quarterback room at one time that had Tua, Jalen Hurts, and Mac Jones. Three above average starters in the NFL right now. And so the Jaden Rashada kid who flipped from Miami to Florida and will come in this year as a freshman. Will uh, compete, I would imagine, right out of the gates with this DJ Lagway. And don't underestimate what this means for, for Billy Napier, his program, the belief that apparently is out there among these high school kids, even though they were just 6-6 six and six and didn't overwhelm this year. Now, this, you know, ceiling that we allow to fluctuate, that Gator Nation allows to fluctuate until we find out just how good a coach Billy Napier is, certainly gets bolstered by what he's been able to do on the recruiting trail to this point with no results yet to sell to anyone. He's selling them on the program, the way of life, the family atmosphere, all of those things he is selling. He's selling it for a team that's 6-6 six and six and is about to get whacked in the Las Vegas Bowl. It's not why you go to Florida, Georgia, or Tennessee, or Auburn, or LSU, or Alabama, or any of them for that matter, right? So to get him is big. And it's big not just because, hey, they got the quarterback. It's big because of what that get has become lately. And you just heard the names. Deshaun Watson, Tua, Bryce Young, Justin Fields. DJ Lagway's coach, a cat named Trent Miller. And he says that Billy Napier's impact Cannot be overstated.
3: You know, I think early on, Florida was one of the first schools, I believe, in his recruiting process to extend to opportunity. And I believe it was when Coach Mullen was still there. Surprisingly enough, you know, DJ grew up a Florida Gator fan. And I think a lot of that had to do with a lot of kids DJ's, DJ's age with. But with the hiring, hiring of Coach Napier and the conversations that, that me and him have had um, and, that I've had with his dad and his family about the kind of man Coach Napier is. And of course, we all saw that when he was at Louisiana. Um, and what he was able to do in one in one short season, you know, at Florida with hardly any offseason. I mean, to DJ, you know, that was kind of the icing on the cake to finally get to sit down and visit with him and then to get to see in person.
1: So, um, and then the the relationship continued to grow from there. This look, look, we're a long way from that signing day. This seems to be a pretty firm commitment now. If Florida, you know, went off the chain and went 3-9 next year, I don't know. Maybe everything's back up for grabs, but. And look, I understand the cynical perspective that's hitting a lot of ears out there. And that's it. Let's talk about Florida recruiting since Florida football sucks. I hear you. It's a win for a battered football team and beleaguered fan base after the season uh, that will wrap up uh, with that trip to the Vegas Bowl. And, you know, again, all due respect. But I think it speaks to the state of your program that you're about to play in the Las Vegas Bowl, pretty damn sure you're going to get waxed by not Oregon, but Oregon State. And so this yesterday, and by the way, already that 2024 class for Florida has another top 50 player in it, another, I think, couple of top 300 players. So could be on track for the 2024 class to be, you know, up there in that Georgia-Alabama territory, which ultimately is what you're going to have to do if you're going to catch those guys. Now, um, I particularly take a little interest in this las vegas ball how do you respond with all this you know uh, player personnel adversity because i tell you what i look maybe i'm too optimistic but correct me if i'm wrong but florida for the most part when they won this year they won because masseurs etn and Montreal johnson had big games they can run the football now they were a top 10 rushing football team and your first instinct is well they got a running quarterback well did they they had a quarterback who had a couple of games where he ran, but overall he wasn't a net positive in the run game, you know, to, to the extent that you can overlook what those running backs did. So can Billy Napier put together a game plan, hand the ball to these boys and pull an upset in the Las Vegas ball? The defense for the most part intact. Not, not totally. And that's probably a bad thing considering how the defense played all year. So anyway, just a, a win. And I think, it, it, you know, to kind of reiterate, it's, there's always a perception win when you get a great recruit. Right? There's a perception. Well, we got the great recruit. But but at that position, as recent history shows, when you get that, it's more than a perception win. It could be a game changer for your program. I mean, an absolute game changer. If you got any of those Bryce Young, Tua, Deshaun Watson. Justin Fields, Kyler Murray, those guys are dynamic players in the college football level. We've got Heisman winners among that group, got national title winners among that group, so we shall see. All right, uh, on to our own quarterback. That would be Trevor Lawrence, and we're going to hear from both he and Doug Peterson when we come back on the other side, the big uh, game at the Titans this week. Man, I just I, I go on with this dumb, childlike you know, optimism that perhaps we can, you know, Pull an upset, right? Maybe have one of those games that comes out of nowhere. They exist uh, in the NFL. But, man, your, your, your confidence certainly got beaten down along with the football team on Sunday, didn't it? Right? I mean, I had a lot more confidence about what they were going to do week to week, no matter who they played. Because they had hung around in every game, and you could rationalize that, Well, shoot, we do this different. We you know, we could be 7-5 or 6-6 six six or however you want to frame it. Well when you go up to Detroit and you look like some reiteration of like the 2012 Jaguars, it it's hard to get that belief back up to the point that it was. So we'll we'll see how they respond at Tennessee. But Trevor Lawrence's health is certainly going to be a big part of that. Uh also on the other side, Denny Thompson on you know, what he's hearing from the NFL about uh, the man who right now would be his most uh, famous student pupil. That would be Anthony Richardson, who announced he'll go pro won't play in the Gators bowl game. Uh, but Denny on, I think with Frangie and the boys yesterday and girls um, kind of gives us the game plan of what AR is going to do and what they really believe, not because it's their inflated opinion of themselves, but what they are actually hearing from folks in the national football league. So you'll hear uh, from that. um c- c- Cool moment on national TV with Good Morning America, of which Michael Strahan is a host. Tom Coughlin has a book out. Of course, we we know that uh, Tom lost his wife of fifty five years, Judy Coughlin. You know, over the over the last month, and the response was touching. You know, from from being at the ceremony of life that that day, you know, it, it's touching to see those that show up in support. Coughlin wears this, you know, badge. Uh, among a lot of fans about, you know, the person that you think he is or whether or not you like his style or demeanor, personality for that matter. But it's all trumped when a when a guy like Michael Strahan makes his opinions known. They're not a person on Twitter or a troll online or a vehement fan whose opinion matters more than a pinch of salt on what, what or who you think Tom Coughlin is compared to what Michael Strahan thinks Tom Coughlin is. And so they're interesting back and forth during an interview on Good Morning America. I will also have for you when we come back on the other side. Uh, Gator Hoops played last night, if you can call it that. More on that as we move. The Dion situation gets more and more interesting at Colorado, and there's kind of an uh, maybe off-the-radar move yesterday. that caught my eye. These, These just... Bozo bucks being given out in Major League Baseball. My God, are they spending, you know, the gross national product of some small countries on players who are in their 30s. And this one, yes, of all the big deals we've seen, I'm not sure that I don't think yesterday's is the silliest of them all. It was made by the San Diego Padres. We'll update you on that as well. Thanks so much for being up and Adam with us, can't do it without you, 641-1010, the phone number and the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosure. So we got Doc Kevin Murphy today. We got some cat chat today, and uh, lots of other fun stuff. So stick around with us. We'll be here uh, until we take you into Jaguars today at ten o'clock. You're listening to the Drill on 1010 XL, 92.5 FM. All right, we're back with a custom tree search this Thursday. You got any issues? Not anymore. Uh, tree pro- uh, tree problems on your property? No job too big or too small. These guys do a bang up job, man. Again. Uh, so much feedback we get on just the, from the customer service to the reliability to the unbelievable job they do. I know they've been out at my place two or three times over uh, the course of the years. And I'll tell you something else that's great about them. They'll come out. If you don't need something, they'll tell you. know get Hit us up in a year. Right? Never any pushy sales or anything else. They'll leave your property looking better than with the way they found it. That's custom uh, tree surgeon. So, all right. Um, I expect a signed copy here. I mean, I don't mean to be too pushy. I know my place, but... Shout out this morning to a Kelly Coughlin, or Coach, if you're listening. A signed copy of your new book would be uh, nice. It looks like a really good read. Tom Coughlin pulled off one of the biggest upsets in Super Bowl history when the New York Giants beat the undefeated New England Patriots, right? Uh, what an exciting game, and, and what a moment for the former Jaguars head coach. Well, he's uh, going to take us all inside that coaching masterpiece. He's got a book out, Super Bowl, um, about that Super Bowl where they beat the 18-0 Patriots of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. It's called A Giant Win, and then it takes you inside the historic upset. Well, I was part of the book tour, he got to sit on stage with a man who was uh, part of that plan, Michael Strahan, a Hall of Famer, a, a, you know, a perennial All-Pro at defensive end uh, on Tom Coughlin's Giants teams. Now, we remember when Coughlin went to New York, there was a little pushback, right, about the rules and this and that. They got into that a little bit. And also another touching reminder um, to the impact that Judy Coughlin had uh, on this world. So here is, uh, it's about a mi- couple minutes and a half, but it's, it'll carry you. This is Michael Strahan with his old coach, Tom Coughlin, yesterday on Good Morning America.
0: Welcome to GMA, hey, welcome on. to GMA. It's great to Thanks have you here. I, you know, this, this is uh, very meaningful to me because we won the Super Bowl That's together. Tell me I can't do it. You used to always say that. Where did that come from?
4: That's my whole life. You know, I, I started out as a small town kid in Waterloo, New York, a little town, and uh, very much involved in athletics and so on and so forth. But the great motivator for me never had a lot of real good jobs, mm-hmm. but if someone would say something to me about I couldn't <laughs> do something. Uh, that was a little, little, that was something that gave me a little extra inspiration and a little extra hope. And that's what I think that book will do.
0: Well, you always gave us a little extra something, like a little extra rules. <laughs> <laughs> you had to be five minutes early or you were late. You had to have both feet on the floor. You couldn't wear hats. That's it. If a cell phone went off at a meeting, Ooh. you might as well just answer it because it's like a $5,000 fine. <laughs> so I-, I, I <laughs> Absolutely. But <laughs> well, you find me, and I still have a problem with this. Yeah, you you know. find me $500 for being early to a meeting.
4: I can still see you running through the locker room, knowing you were a little bit late, and you come bursting in. And But your great quote is, I was three minutes early and two minutes late, or it was the opposite. Yeah, yeah, three uh, minutes early yeah, and two, two minutes late. And that's the way we left it, and it came out of there just exactly that way. I can remember look, you looking at me at the end of that, that meeting, and I said, Michael, I don't find you, you find yourself. We're five minutes early. All the clocks are set in the whole building that way. Coach, GMA starts at 7, not 6.55, (laughs) that's all I'm saying.
0: We would not have won if it were not for your wife, Mm -hmm. Judy, who I know you you recently passed away. She was like, she was our football mom.
4: Yeah, she really was, and and I never realized how much she did behind the scenes as well. You know, but Mm -hmm. if you you talk to Antonio Pierce or Richie Soibert, who had career-ending injuries and how she helped them through those most difficult times in their lives, you get the feeling. But she, I know she was outside the locker room, always hugging, always kissing, win-lose, whatever, she was there for our players. And she was the ultimate, ultimate coach's wife because what she did for me, Michael, she gave me an opportunity to pursue my career and she did everything else. I mean everything else.
0: And and, and when we talked and, and you said, you. You were married for 55 years, and I know at the, uh, you were her caretaker at the end. You said, we were married for 55 years. She took care of me for 50. Mm-hmm. I took care of her for five.
4: That's exactly how I said
0: it. We're lucky to have her in our lives. We're lucky to have you. Thank and you. I'm glad that Eli Manning made the cover of the book, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> I got I wonder, the last laugh. I, wonder, I got well, the last well, laugh. Well, I made this well, guy I wonder, laugh. Well, it's well, like well, trying to make George me. dance. That it's that really was, hard to do. Yeah. But, Coach, I love you. I, I love, love you, you and thank you so much. A giant win is on sale now. Make sure you go pick this up. All yeah, right. It so is a great.
1: There you have it. That's the, uh, that's how I Tom Coughlin with the Michael Strahan uh, yesterday. So, yeah, I mean, you want, you want a realistic look at the effectiveness and, 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 you know, the real reputation of a winner in sports. And you look And then I'll take Michael Strahan over the whiny, cryy, naysaying little bizzles. There's a, more and more of those every year. Right. See the transfer portal. Uh anywho, the Jaguars have their own business they're getting down to, and quarterback Trevor Lawrence is obviously and his injury is gonna be the number one story uh moving forward. I it just doesn't seem at all like he's not gonna play, but first and foremost, how you feeling, kid?
2: Yeah, I'm feeling feeling better today. Um than I was Monday and yesterday. You know, a little bit of the soreness is is kind of is going down a little bit. Um, obviously still, still sore and kind of taking it day by day, but, um, fortunate for sure. You know, I feel, I feel pretty good. Well, in
1: about half that time, we can read between the lines and hear exactly
2: what Trevor's saying. Yeah, that's the plan. You know, that's the plan. And like I said, all I can do is just take it day by day. And, um, I, if I, if I can, I'll be out there. Yeah. The
1: plan, by the way, is to play. Are you going to play? Yeah. That's the plan. The plan is, and the plan will be executed unless there's some sort of, you know, Setback in, in practice. I've heard some people complain of they should have put shouldn't have put him back in the game. Baloney, baloney. We play seventeen games. I don't know what the, the the margin was. Was it like sixteen maybe at the time when he got hurt or whatever it was? If the kid comes out and says he can play, you play him. You don't you don't you don't rest him like there's some like he's some delicate you know piece of china that you know. God forbid he doesn't feel hundred percent for the rest of the year even. No, you play him. He wants to play. You want. To. Have you not seen the resume of these Hall of Fame quarterbacks and what they play through? You remember Peyton Manning getting smashed in the face? He may have even broke his jaw in the middle of a game and continuing to play. You don't know about the broken thumbs that Brett Favre played with through the years? So, yeah, you know, save me any. Oh, they should have said him. Why do you bring him back in? Because you're a football team. And you're trying to develop 22 gladiators that'll go out and win a few wars for you over the course of the fall. And you don't do that by wrapping him in in bubble wrap. If he says he wants to play, you let him play. And this isn't like, well, Jeff, what about Travis Etienne the week before? Who won that game again? Travis Etienne has had a Liz Frank injury on a foot, perhaps a little more cautious. The, The best thing about it all was how scary it was when it happened versus him trotting back out. I mean, I raise your hand if you had Trevor Lawrence with about 14 different ligaments torn in his knee. The way he was hit and the way he was rolling around and writhing in pain uh, when it first happened. So, you know, he's, he's mispracticed so far. Plenty of ways to prepare without that. And they'll have to go face what, you know, to say that they have been a pain in the side of the Jaguars um, is it, it, not even putting it anywhere near the context that needs to be put in on to Doug Peterson, you know, who, by the way, it's like Dougie cool in it. The guy's just like nonplussed about anything. He doesn't get way over uh, worried or dramatic about just uh, really just about anything. But he was asked how quote unquote concerned he would be about not having Trevor Lawrence on Sunday.
5: I mean, obviously when it's your quarterback, there's an, any player, there's a level of concern, but you know, we still got several days, you know, um, uh, before the game, but, um, you know, he's, uh, he, he's tough. Um, and, uh, he'll do everything he can. I know in his power to try to, to try to be out there, but uh, wow. we'll just take it day by day. Yeah.
1: And day by day, will lead to Sunday when we'll see Trevor Lawrence in the lineup. I'm I'm almost a hundred percent confident of that. If you're looking for maybe a stylistic comparison for what the Jaguars face this week, um, Doug Peterson has one for you. Now, uh, the bad news is that stylistic comparison is to a real good team, an 8-4 and four football team. But the good news is it's a team that the Jaguars did beat recently. Here is uh, Coach P on who he thinks the Titans would most represent.
5: This is a good football team now um and our guys better be better be prepared and be ready to go um they're so they're well coached you know uh, i know Vrabel well you know and they feed off of him and his uh his excitement and enthusiasm and you know it's a disciplined group and um it's very much like that baltimore type game it's going to be a 60 minute you know football game it's going to be a physical football game and and uh our guys uh you know need to understand that
1: all right um so Baltimore, obviously a team they played a couple of weeks ago. And What did we talk about in the lead up to the Baltimore game? Really, all week was stop the run, right? Now they don't have Lamar, but they're running back. They're featured running backs a lot better than what you saw. This is going to be a game in the trenches, man. And I'm not feeling real good about our bullying ability on that D line after what we've seen the last well last week. I mean they 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 let Detroit just steamroll them all day. Didn't come close to sniffing the passer, and they got run on too now. But make no mistake about this either. The Jaguars' offense and its personnel is too good to only score 14 points. That shouldn't happen either. You get thrown off your game plan when you get it down as as much as they did at Detroit. But, you know, that Jaguars' offense, um, you know, it needs to play better. Now, back to my point that I made when we first opened the show today, and that was this. Raise your hand if your belief is so much weaker after what happened last week than it's been at any point of the year. We're in every game. I got a real cool what if for you coming up after we hear from Doug Peterson. We were in every game, right? That's the first game we got walloped. So now all of a sudden, I don't feel like, we yeah, we're going to be in every game. So how do you approach what happened in Detroit? Even from a coaching standpoint, he cut 19 final one in the system on what Doug Peterson thinks the Lions game represents.
5: Uh, but I do think it's one of those games. that's kind of that one off, you know, that you just put it in the trash can and Light it on fire and forget about it, you know, and move on. And you know, you don't want too many of those every season. Um, but you know, sometimes there's that one that kind of gets you. And uh, hopefully, that was our one, you know. And and uh, you know, and I'm confident too. Our guys, they'll respond. They'll they they they're embarrassed, honestly. They're they know, they understand. And I don't have to sit there and point it out, you know. Um, These guys are professional, and and um, you know, they want to get back on track.
1: You know, that that psychologist role that I said a coach has to play now coming off of this, this dude sounds like he he could be sitting in a chair with a tweed vest on listening to. Uh, That's the right mentality. This guy played and been around the league a long time. Hey, come on, guys. They're embarrassed. They went up there and they got throttled, and they want to bounce back. We'll see if they can against a very tough opponent. Um, This is interesting, yet painful. I have in front of me. The what-if NFL standings. This doesn't take like seven leaps of faith. This is strictly based on one, one criteria. What if every one possession game in the NFL this year had the opposite result? And in other words, what if every team that, that was victorious in a one possession game lost and the team that lost the one possession game actually won? the jaguars would be tied for the best record in the afc at 8 and 4 the the browns would be 8 and 4 uh, the raiders and jags would be 8 and 4 the bills would be 8 and 4 ravens and chiefs would be 8 and 4 broncos would be 7 and 5 you kind of have an interesting uh, interspersed interspersed situation going on there because the bills and chiefs two of the best teams in football but the other five are just the definition of sad sacks Teams that are close, but, but no cigar. Browns, Raiders, Jags, Broncos. I guess Ravens, also a good team. So three of the teams in there are good. The Dolphins, by the way, right? And they're a great season they're having. They'd be four and eight. Uh, the Titans would be five and seven. The Vikings, you ready for this? Shazam. In the what-if standings, if every one possession NFL game had the opposite result... The Minnesota Vikings 10-2 in the NFC would be one and eleven. The Giants in playoff contingent would be two, nine and one. The Commanders would be four eight and one. The other side of this, these teams are winning these one possession games, right? Because these are the what if, the bizarro, upside down world, stranger things. Um, by the way, at the top of the NFC, the Niners, the Lions would be eight and four. Uh, the Cowboys would be seven and, and five. Uh, and the Falcons would be winning the NFC South at seven and six, while the Bucks would be at six and six. So, uh, an interesting little what if there. Uh, here's a what if for you before we go to break, and we'll come back with a football fix. Here's a what if that comes uh, via the the quarterback whisper, Denny Thompson, on yesterday with, on on the Franchise Show. Of course, we'll visit with the whisper on Friday mornings, but because it's so topical with Anthony Richardson, just. Um, You know, announcing this week that he is going to go into the draft, that he will skip uh, the bowl game. If you're wondering why he made that decision, he's not being pushed in that direction by his handlers, per se. And I don't consider Denny a handler. Um, He's just a quarterback coach who works with the kid. It's it's no more intricate than that. But he has always been honest and forthright with us. I mean, Denny doesn't blow a lot of smoke. Oh, I talked to this guy and he said this. No, it's always kind of under the radar. You didn't hear this here. But now that it's official and they're going pro, he can say things uh, as such publicly. But the bottom line, when it came to AR's decision, it's coming from the feedback that they are getting from the NFL.
6: We've talked to a lot of NFL circles.
1: There's no doubt that the kid's going to be a first-rounder in their eyes. It's how does he answer those questions? How does he explain, why did you come out after one year? And then... Talk to me about Kentucky. Talk to me about South Florida. Talk to me about whatever, and let's hear
6: that explanation. And so I, the thing I know about Ant, he's going to be truthful.
1: And he's also going to he's going to wow you when you get to these, you know, the combine and the workouts. I mean, the guy is just, you know, he's built different. And I think throwing the arm strength when you're not being tested by, you know, uh, the defensive scheme that's in front of you, if you're just asking this kid to go back, roll out, and throw the football, I think he'll represent just fine. As good as the other quarterbacks. I think that accuracy issue is, is is in part due to his inexperience and what he's seeing on the field, not recognizing what is what. That part is going to have to get a whole lot better. Denny did say that uh, AR is going to move and live in Jacksonville up until at least the Combine, probably through to the draft, will be working with Denny's team every day. So we'll talk to the Whisperer uh, about that more when he visits with us, as he does every Friday morning. All right, the Major League Baseball money has just gotten crazy. There was a signing yesterday that, that I, to me – epitomizes it more than any other so i'll fill in that blank when we come back on the other side and uh, tee up all the news from a football fix you're listening to the drill on a custom tree surgeons thursday all right welcome back on a custom tree surgeons thursday coming in smooth be kind of rocky when it comes to the basketball season in Gainesville. It certainly looks like Florida but non-competitive. This shoots down this notion, you know, that you you can count on just throwing together a bunch of transfers and making it work right away. It look the shortish long term vision, i.e., this year, doesn't look real promising if you ask me. And if you go through Florida's schedule to what they've done to this point, um. There's nothing out there that screams, yay. They lost at home to FAU. They never truly really threatened against Xavier. They lost to West Virginia by 30 points. Then came back and beat FAMU and Stetson. That's great. And then lost last night at home to UConn by 21. Now, UConn's number five in the country. They're a very good team. But guess what? Missouri SEC 9 and 0, Auburn SEC 8 and 0, Mississippi State SEC 8 and 0, Arkansas SEC 8 and 1, Tennessee SEC 8 and 1, Alabama SEC 7 and 1, LSU uh, SEC 7 and 1 and I haven't even mentioned Kentucky. Point being good teams, Xavier's, West Virginia's, Yukon's, that's who you're going to play all year. And when it comes to the three best uh, teams on their schedule, Yukon, Xavier and West Virginia They've now lost by a uh, combined total of almost 80 points. And uh, last night, um, yeah, again, you know, they they got beat by about 10 points each half, lost by 21. UConn, by the way, on the other side of things, really good. Number five, undefeated. And, yeah, go ahead and, you know, put them in the back of your mind when it comes to March Madness, uh, I would say. If you're paying any attention in the NBA, then you realize uh what's going on in Boston. The Celtics with a healthy roster and and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum in their prime look to me like a team that with this group is going to get an NBA title. Will it be this year? I mean we're awful early. But when you go to Phoenix and you lead them by damn near 50 at one point of the game before winning by 27, when you not only do that, but you then add it into the context of, uh, oh, I don't know, you're the best team in basketball at 21-5. and and It starts to add up. And the uh, Celtics, um, you know, if if we're ranking the favorites right now, I think the Celtics would be at the top of the list. And man, um, uh, by the way, Golden State lost a game last night on the road. They thought they had one. Golden State's the 10 seed right now. And the Lakers wouldn't be in the playoffs if they started. Right now uh, As to some NBA happenings Alright fire up the band ET We got a football fix It's brought to you By all state agent Mandy Bowers In Mandarin Home, life, business, auto You can get it all one place I believe you kids Call it bundling But so much more It's time for an insurance checkup In all seriousness Maybe you have young drivers Maybe you have people That are leaving the house May Lots of things change You may not Drive as much as you used to There are plans that pay By the mile That, 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 that charge by the mile That you pay um, You know So lots of different options there Probably time to pay a visit to All-State agent Mandy Bowers in Maine. All right, 49ers now say there's a way outside chance of Jimmy Garoppolo's return. We shall see. The news is not good, though, in Buffalo. Von Miller will miss the rest of the season. There have been hope he could come back late, but an ACL injury, that's a bad one. Look, Von Miller is a dude. Guy had eight sacks in ten games. He's a big part of what he was. Don't forget who the Rams went and got and then won the Super Bowl. Von Miller is a disruptor. When you get to the postseason, you know, you can have a three-game stretch in the postseason where Von Miller might get you four sacks. So not having him is uh, going to hurt. Uh, former number one pick Jared Goff is kind of was dismissed, wasn't he? He took a team to the Super Bowl. Just got kind of off to Detroit with you. And so it could be kind of a feel-good story if the Lions can continue. They are a favorite at home this week over the M- Minnesota Vikings. Well, that shows you the league, doesn't it? One team's 5-7, and, and, and the other's 10-2, and and the 5-7 and team is the favorite. Man, the, the Lions sure looked good last week, didn't they? As cynical as we can be, the Jags are a pretty good football team, and the Lions beat them worse than any other team on their schedule. Schedule that has some good teams on it, like the Eagles, the Chargers, the Chiefs, and more. Rams unsure if they'll go right to Baker Mayfield, and whether or not he would play tonight. In Thursday Night Football, the Raiders, meanwhile, the, the news is and the uncertainty is, is around Josh Jacobs. The Raiders are also on a little run. They'd like to stay hot against what is emerging as the worst team in football, the Los Angeles Rams. But Josh Jacobs, who leads the league in rushing, and you want to talk about a guy having a contract here, Josh Jacobs has been the straw that stirs the drink for the Raiders. We will see if he'll play tonight. You know, odds are those guys end up playing, right? He's been questionable the last couple of weeks. Uh, Bengals running back Joe Mixon still out in the concussion protocol. Samaj P. Ryan has been unbelievably good for the Bengals in his stead, but make no mistake, and the Bengals said yesterday, uh, he will start when cleared to play. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. It's brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers in Mandarin Home Life Business Auto. Visit Mandy and her dream team, and they will have you covered with the assurance that comes along with the, what you should get from your insurance agent, and that's Allstate agent Mandy Bowers in Mandarin. Hicken arrival and more come your way next on a Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday.
0: Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio.
7: You know
8: it! Yes, sir!
2: Oh! There you go. There you go. There you go. Get him dead. Get him dead. Get seizure.
1: him dead. Someone call the doctor. EMT. <laughs> <BDMT>. I'm <laughs> winded. What
6: up, E? Uh, Jeffrey.
1: Hello, Daniel.
2: Woo! Thursday! That MC Hammer do something to
1: you, man. I know. put on some of those big old, like, leather parachute
6: pants he used to wear when he was too legit to quit. There I was at the home office yesterday at 428. Mm Mm-hmm. Sitting around. My son walked in. What's up? What's up? That's what you usually get. How's the day? Good. You know, that's what you get from a 17-year-old. Good. It was good. Fine. And uh, he says, uh, I say, hey, whoa, well, isn't today the day that the kid who's gonna go to Florida is supposed to commit or might go to Florida? He goes, Yeah, that's at 430 on ESPN two. I said, Oh, click. Flipped it on, he goes, I go, what do you think? He goes, either Florida or SC. I go, why SC? Go, they all wanna play for, you know, win a Heisman and <laughs> you know. Right. So flipped it on, got all those hats. Terrible reception, by the way, ESPN. Let's I mean, send back. it. Send it. Mm. This day and age, again, the frustration. Send it of, in, Jerome. Oh, no. Yeah. Sometimes. Jerome Lane. Yeah. Uh, and sure enough, kid went to Florida. So that was yeah. a big get for uh, Billy Napier. Now, that's 2024. It's so far away. You know, you could have redo's uh five sound times. sound like it. Doesn't sound like it, but you never know.
1: Don't go so. three and nine. That would be my suggestion. Just so some sort. What's impressive about it is he doesn't have any results to sell yet. So whatever this... Atmosphere or environment he's building in, in Gainesville is is registering. I'll, I'll start with a quick quiz for you. Uh, a quiz? In the last 10 years, tell me what these guys have in common. Okay. Bryce Young. Beau, Bryce Young. Bo Nix. Bo Nix. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Tua tango Uh-huh. Um, uh, Kyler Murray. Uh-huh. Deshaun Watson. Uh-huh. Uh, Jameis Winston. Uh-huh. And Jeff Driscoll, can you tell me in the last 10 years what that list of quarterbacks has in common? They were the number one dual threat quarterback in the high school recruiting rankings. One
6: other criticism of ESPN, uh, if you're a dual threat and you put up dual threat on the board, mm-hmm. can you spell dual, please? Will they do E-L? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's bad. He's very good at duels. <laughs>
6: I mean, he can't, I mean. But, but,
1: but my point anyway, is, Dan, right. quarterback has evolved to the point is this isn't a perception uh, deal anymore. It's a, it's more of a promise than it is a
6: Yeah, he's going to be good.
1: Correct. Yeah. Quarterbacks today, the position has gotten so good and they're yeah. so advanced and it's yeah. so
6: important mm-hmm. that
1: you're getting Bryce Young and Tua and Trevor and Justin. That's the kind of player that this kid should be because now look, I left out a couple in the last 10 that that were you didn't work. Asianti Woolard of UCLA and oh. Guarantano of Tennessee. But the rest of those guys are in order. I'm not picking and choosing. Yeah. Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Bryce Junk, Tua. I mean, it, it, so that's <clears throat> that's why this will be, mm-hmm. if Billy Napier works in Florida, I think that this will be, when you look back however long, the biggest recruiting get he ever has because it's out of the gates and there's no results to sell.
6: I had a, you You always say, speaking of quarterbacks and such, you always say one thing about doing sports talk radio, you have the right to change your mind.
1: Uh-huh. If not, then yeah. Are we I'm doing?
6: sort of changing my mind on something. Okay. And in fact, I have changed my mind. It's done. It's official. It's well, official. Welcome to the club. I do it often. And it was a social media Tweet by someone yesterday that I saw it and, and and we've talked about it, but I went and looked and I'm like, good God. And that's this. Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills, who's the second best quarterback in the NFL right now. I'd agree. Behind Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. and is a top five quarterback in the NFL perennially. hmm Um was the what what where was he taken in the draft? Seventh. Seventh pick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anthony Richardson's going in the first round.
1: I, I I'm I've stuck. With uh, that. Josh
6: Allen in his senior year. Now remember, they take yards off for sacks, mm-hmm. but in his senior year, because his passing stats weren't good. So I said, well, his rushing stats must have been great. 92 or his junior year, he left early. 92 for 204. Right. With five touchdowns.
1: They were they were drafting what they see. At could, Wyoming. Could
6: be, yeah. His passing stats. In 11 games, he completed 56% of his passes, 152 of 270 for 1,800 yards with 16 touchdowns and six picks. Yeah. It, at they, Wyoming. Yeah, they draft ceiling. So yeah. Anthony Richardson's doing what he did. And by the way, if you look up his numbers, they're better than that. Yeah. against better In the SEC.
1: Yeah.
6: Um, now,
1: quarterback play overall is also better than it was five years ago. Every year, that's yeah,
6: nice. But I'm just saying, to no, I, me, I'm that not, wasn't that long ago. I'm
1: not saying I would. And I'm not going to predict he'll be in the top ten. But I don't know yeah. what
6: kind of quarterback he's going to be. There's an athletic ceiling, though. The NFL teams are going to them, ha- them boys be- are them boys are 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 100 correct that he's going to be a first round draft. He's
1: still, Dan, very inexperienced people forget that.
6: I saw Kuyper and uh, I guess they phased out McShay. Have they? I mean, they used the Jordan, Jordan Reed, Reed and the Matt Miller, and okay. I mean, I guess he popped. Pops up now and then, but he's just not yeah. used as much. I don't, to, is it
1: have anything to do? Remember he had like some sort of help, something? I don't know.
6: But he's not around as much. But okay. anyway, they were talking about the wild card. He said uh, Kuyper says three first round picks as quarterback now. We we're talking about six, seven, yeah. eight. So that he leaves Richardson out. He leaves Richardson out, but he says he's the wild card. They all say he's the wild card. I would agree with he that. He says that's easy. But there's I- three slam dunks and it's it's uh, young Stroud and yes. Levis. But here's the, here's the also the Would thing. Would you take then, Will Levis or Anthony Richardson? I don't. I don't really. I'm not. Uh, super I'm telling you, enough. you have to take one. Who are you taking?
1: I'd probably you're, take you're... Richardson because of the way the game's moving from a mobility standpoint. You know, okay. you can survive I- until you catch. Levis up. can move a little bit, or no. yeah, he, but not like Richardson. Oh yeah, All right. And again, I you know I don't I, I
6: don't necessarily disagree with that.
1: I I mean it, this that's more an indictment on Levis than it is a mm-hmm. propping up of of. I think here's what's going to happen, too. I think Richardson and the, quote, accuracy issues, I think those were exacerbated by his inexperience reading the scheme, the coverage. I think when Anthony Richardson goes to the combine after working with Denny for a month and a half, and they just ask him to take a seven-step drop and throw it on a line to the hash, I think he's going to do that pretty accurately. Mm -hmm. I think his his status is going to shoot up over the evaluation process. When Fred Taylor turned pro, he wasn't going to be the ninth pick in the draft. That's also true. And they see him, and you're, you know, they, you're a BSH, and mm-hmm. they take you. It.
6: So it'll be interesting, but, yeah, I, yeah, I do think that. Uh, Trevor and the toe gate continue. Oh, no. It's the big toe. I'll ask Doc Murphy today. Again, the simple solution to that is just lopping it off. But the big toe is a critical. It's the captain of the toes. Yeah. You need the captain, as Jerry would say, right? <laughs> yeah, that would be the big toe. Don't you need the captain? Uh, you do. I've tried to tell you this.
1: Your idea of lopping off digits doesn't play in the medical community. It doesn't
6: necessarily play, but it is doable on some specific digits. Yeah. You this could, digit particularly. Ronnie, Ronnie Lott
1: famously yeah, had his digit yeah. cut
6: off. I think in this particular case, I don't want my quarterback stumbling to the right over and over again. Walking around in circles. Yeah. It just wouldn't it, work. Yeah. That would be bad. Yeah. I Because that, that would mean he'd have to throw it at the perfect time. There's probably one point in the circle where you are in a good good stead without the big toe and you can get rid of the football, but... It's just a split second, a nanosecond, if you will.
1: I think he uh, should play, and I think he will play. Yeah, I think he will and I, should. I, like, I, I, There's a little bit of the, you know, there's a little bit. It would bit be a the, bad lot Why did they
6: put him back yeah, in? You though. know, oh, but, really? Yeah. I would say this. Maybe, forget the why did they put him back in. I think it would be a, would it not be, as much as, listen, I think he's a tough kid. He played, he went back in on, uh, he got his knee bent backwards. He went back in. I'm not. But, but did, if, Remember,
1: he did that last year when Bethard came yeah, in. What game but, was that?
6: But if he did not play, that would be a bad look. Why aren't you playing? Now my toe hurts. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's that I simple. Mean, you know,
1: it's, I think he's going to want to. I think the only way he does it plays is if the medical staff says he can't play. Right. It's the only way. There's no way he's going to say my toe hurts too bad. Correct. Remember, the, uh, even more than that one or as much as we had the home game last year. I forget who they were playing. And yes. he took that terrible shot before the end of the half. Yeah, and he looked went like, back in. He got, yeah.
6: he got. right back up. Yeah, Bethard went in through a deep ball.
1: Bethard right? Connected a beautiful it. pass. A
6: lot of you Googans out there said we should play Bethard <laughs> as a starter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they did, didn't they? You heard him.
1: You heard him. <laughs> CJ
2: in the game. Yeah,
6: you heard him. You know what I'm talking about.
2: Anyways,
1: right, from the uh, Texan designed by Lifetime Enclosures, yes. and a valid point, he would be great at the Whirly Bird without a big toe.
6: That's a great point. <laughs> Hook issues. <laughs> and of course we are doing some uh, stiff arm practice this week
1: i've been also been told that if we went out we're in the playoffs. so good luck with that yeah dallas just called and said yeah sure uh they're gonna go play also on
6: lifetime enclosures uh-huh text line you cannot have a discussion about big toes without bringing in sergeant hulka and that is correct now
1: who's sergeant hulka why who's sergeant hulka yeah et doesn't know either so you're he's working. younger than you uh, so is this from the old uh, uh, the Hogan's Heroes? Uh, Mash? Oh dear, I don't know. What is it? What's it from? Stripes. stripe, Yeah, I'm not a big really. Stripes guy. I've seen it once. I don't remember the names. What do you mean you've seen it once? I've seen it once. Stripes. I saw it once. I don't think it's great. I think it's silly. I think if anyone watched it right now, they'd say, "Eh." It's
6: like that's just me, Hick. It's, it's like going to Wisconsin. It's yeah. Czechoslovakia. I, we I go in. We I'm, go out. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, yeah there's it has its moments. I remember some moments. I don't remember the names of the characters. I don't know what, uh, is Bill Murray in Stripes. Is he the Oh, my God. Is he a yes or no? I'm yes. being serious. I What's apologize. his name? What's his name? Huh? What's his name? His name? Yeah. In the movie. See what I'm saying? Sorry. I know it. Okay, well, give it to me then. Oh, come to me in a uh-huh.
6: minute. But I know Sergeant Hulka.
1: I would say this. I'm not making stripes the recommendation to anybody like 35 and under listening to us right now. I think they would find it boring. Ox is in it. John Candy. He is. Yep. I don't dislike Stripes or Bill Murray. I just, I don't remember who Sergeant Hulka was. Sergeant
6: Hulka was his... In, his sergeant. His instructor. Yeah, I get it. He's our best, biggest toe, Sergeant Hulka.
1: I probably have seen the movie in its entirety once, and I've dipped in on probably parts of it a couple of times.
6: Mm, mm. That hurts. Well. Classic. <laughs> can't like believe it. you haven't seen it. It's like going to Wisconsin. Uh, we're 13 minutes yeah. in. Let's go ahead and clean up the mess here. Uh, e, if you would, please. I need some... Uh, are you kidding me? Some music
1: after we beat you earlier this year, and you're just like a little church you brought house. it up. I mean, war. you're the worst. I didn't bring it up. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. When did I bring it up?
6: I mean, Ice Trey came up to by, the garden. By the it way, was cold last miss, night. Missing, missing three starters. He. Oh, Put that here we go with the starters it's true. out, guys. True, well, we play I mean, with starters. We you know, beat I, you. I, that's a fact. Uh, we beat you by thirty. I we mean, play you with starters. We beat those you. those three starters. That's, you. that's uh, fine. You know, I don't think they're worth thirty points. Yes, they are. No, you're right. They're worth about 70. It was domination. It was. You came into the garden. You won your the, Super Bowl. Saddle up that L on you. Yeah. Head out, out of there. Hey, we're used to I mean, it. You told me all week you could come up and beat us. I didn't
1: know. I Once I knew we were missing three starters, I didn't have that confidence. I mean, was, I
6: mean, was, we're missing three. We're missing knew, three starters. You, you knew the
1: Hunter kid wasn't playing. He's the, been out. No Collins, no Hunter. And then we lose our second best player to, in the first two minutes of the game. So he did play. He alone <laughs> we would have won. DeJounte Murray had played, we would have won. Uh, yeah. Uh,
6: there you go. We're missing guys, too. Enjoy, I know
1: who. I Wh- mean, Willis Reed didn't yeah, play. Exactly. Clyde didn't yeah. play.
6: Ewing. No Ewing. Free was out. Starks. <laughs> Allen Houston. Allen Houston was not uh-huh. there unless he was sitting. And watching. Yeah,
1: that's good. Hey, uh, the money. I, look, it's not my money to spend, but this is just dumb what the Padres did. This dude is. Two hundred and eighty million for
6: Bogarts? <laughs> the boys, who's thirty? The boys are dropping the lines that I'm not going to repeat, but they're very good.
1: Yeah, I get it. Those that do, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with yeah, you if you love did. Stripes and remember. Kind of took a shot early. Well, I don't know. Right off the rip. Huh? I'm just, I'm just helping for those. I don't want anyone rushing home
6: that's never seen it to watch it today. It's a good movie. Watch Stripes. You'll laugh. Um, what did you say, Bogarts? What's wrong with that? What do you mean? What's wrong with that? This dude is overrated and now way overpaid. I don't know, man. I saw, I was watching a little baseball yesterday. I'm excited about the Mets uh, maneuvering yesterday. It was good. Got another starter. Got a bullpen kid. Who's your starter? Quintana. We have now Jeff Prosser. i not afraid of Quintana. Well, maybe you should be. We have now three pitchers on the squad mm-hmm. that all started game ones of the first round of the playoffs nice. last year. So, buckle up, friend. Um,
1: back now, to, Back to Bogart's. Now if, if we pay- just,
6: now, if we just do the, if we take the theme song today and uh, follow through on it, we'll be, our, our rotation will be intact. It'll be good. It'll be solid. Uh, the Braves went and got a reliever. They lost Kenley,
1: killed me Jansen yesterday, and they got this I kid, can't uh, believe that dude had 41 saves. I can. He was good at the end of the year. He went through a doldrums there in August, but by the end, like his I mean, last... You were sp- killing the dude. Well, he went through a He face. led baseball in saves, and you gave him a nickname, Kill Me Jansen. And, and it was well-earned when he had it. <laughs> but I also, if you played along and listened as the season went on, I also reassured uh, Braves Nation that he was... Now, he, he'd uh-huh. make his sweat every inning, but he was, getting, uh-huh. you know, he he, he
6: delivered a late. Um, Although, you, I don't know. I Listen, you I just, don't understand the salaries in, in terms of how you determine... Who gets what? Like Kenley Jansen got thirty-two million for two years. Correct. Right. We went and got him, and the guy is we better. signed as a starter, we gave twenty-six million for two years, and he had an under-three ERA last year. I, it's terrific. I think it's a steal. I don't I'm saying he's a Cy Young Award winner, but as a three-four starter, great pickup. And uh,
1: last year, playing virtually every game, one hundred and fifty mm-hmm. games. Yeah. At the age of thirty. Mm-hmm. Or, well, he played at 29. He'll be 30 this year. He turned 30 in October. All right. A guy who just got 10 years, $280 million.
6: Yeah.
1: Hit 15 home runs and drove in 73 runs.
6: Did he have a bad year, though? Or is he usually better than that, isn't he? Well, are you going to get... I mean, I was saying, I was watching TV yesterday. They said he's the heart and soul of the ball club. Well, he is. His war is high. I'm just telling you, man. I mean,
1: look, he hit... I guess today three oh seven is like hitting three fifty.
6: Three oh seven is a heck of an average. And by the way, he's also had years where he's hit thirty three home runs. Yeah, that was five years ago. That's that was 19.
1: Yeah, four four yeah. Seasons. This
6: will be five years removed. Yeah, well, Jake Degrom had not done anything since nineteen either. He got signed. Okay, one hundred eighty five million.
1: This is worse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I am not saying Bogarts isn't good. I'm saying you don't spend two hundred and eighty million on him. Yeah. That's a twenty. That's a that's a four year one fifty maybe. That's what that is.
6: Yeah. you might. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree, the Padres, but uh, by the way, I have a hard time figuring out how much, like I said, who gets what in terms of the money. It's weird. Well, at
1: the end of the day, I'll tell you who gets money with the Padres, stinking everybody. $300 million for Machado. 400 uh, or $340 million for Tatis. Soto is unsigned, by yeah, the way. Soto, after this year, will be free agent. But then you Soto turned down $440 from the Nats, don't forget.
6: $440? Yeah.
1: <laughs> um... And now you add Bogarts to that at a position that's already a strength. I mean, the kid who came in and played four tatis at short was good. Yeah. So it's just. And by the way, I you know what this is? He's bye bye Dansby. If they're going to pay Dansby Swanson, is better than Bogarts. Okay. I'd to me. I'd rather have Swanson. Fun. He's younger. He's so if, if Bogarts is going to get ten two eighty, mm. then Swanson from the Cardinals or the Cubs or mm-hmm. somebody's going to uh-huh, give uh-huh. him,
6: you know, eight one eighty. I think there's a very uncomfortable Dansby moment coming up here in the next week or two. He's getting not, married. Oh, is he? And so oh, I, think, I think all these GMs will be going. You know, oh, like boy. the Cubs guy Hoyer or whoever it is, and the your guy Anthopoulos and Anthopoulos, yeah, yeah, and Amphroanthopoulos, Anthopoulos. It's not yeah. that hard. And um, who else is after him? Who? What do you mean? What other team? The, was uh, Cardinals. Cards? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I saw
1: their guy on MLB uh, yesterday, but I forget his name.
6: I like watching the MLB. I flip on and at the bottom line you'll see, oh, he signed. Oh, he signed.
1: The Braves also, much like you made an under-the-radar move yesterday, but it's kind of signified the kind of moves they've made. So they they found a reliever from Detroit. His numbers were basically better than Jansen's. Oh, he's a closer? Joe Jimenez. Why don't you just use the Angels guy you got? We're going to do both. You know, they like he likes having three guys at seven, eight, nine. Mentor can close. The Angels guy will be closing, and this guy will be that eighth inning guy. I think. That's the plan. I think so. You know, Matzik has laid out, he's got the elbow, he won't pitch at all this year. Luke Jackson gets back, but it's gonna be about those start. It's gonna be about is Spencer Strider a sustainable weapon in Major League Baseball, or was he a you know, a a bottle rocket? I mean that's a fair question. The kid stepped in as a rookie, pitched a lot of innings, a high you know, impact. The baseball, he pitched. He throws really hard, and you know, is he going to stay healthy? Is he sustainable, or is he just off to a great start to a career? Cause yeah. I think you know what you're getting with with now, Kyle Wright, Max Fried and, and Morton. So we'll see. All right, we
6: got a break. Uh, we got a lot to do today. It's Thursday. We've got a cat chat. Yeah, so we'll do that a little bit later. Because it's just be a along. terrible
1: weekend. I, I hope that you picked our five winners and not our ten losers last week in the five pack. What do you mean? Well, as a group, we went five and ten. That's what I mean. I almost got bageled, I'll tell you that. So I hope the people, out there, so I hope the people out there in listener land, yeah, played the five winners and stayed away from the ten losers. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Oh, uh, it wasn't good. That was a bad week. I had a chance. I looked like I was going to be four and one. I was two and one going into the late game Sunday, and I got backdoored in both. Mm, backdoored. I hate to do that. Backdoored in San Francisco. Not a pleasant experience. All right, let's uh, go to break. We'll come back with a ten minute drill. It's a custom tree surgeon's Thursday on the uh, drill.
7: Hit it.
6: All right, Sports Concepts Rationalizations. We call it the 10-Minute Drill. We do it each and every day at the end of the drill. We're proud to give away a prize pack, a prize pack that is a bit Christmassy at this time of the year. E, what are they getting today?
2: Yeah, it was real Christmassy. We got a $25 gift card to Woody's Barbecue, plus $25 to Woodcraft. This is brought to you by a holiday gift guide. Visit 1010XL.com for more holiday gift ideas. Come on, somebody. I
1: saw a headline yesterday that I think most people would overlook and just keep skimming along, but I think it's the kind of headline that... Oh, that uh, one certain new coach is going to need to see to see just how far-reaching his impact can be. Alabama associate defensive coordinator, safeties coach Charles Kelly, who was a defensive coordinator for Jimbo Fisher and some mm-hmm. good years at FSU, leaving Alabama and joining Deion Sanders at Colorado. Yeah, I. Uh, it's
6: important that he surround himself. That it's no, not- I agree, but I I don't remember. Charles Kelly was under fire in Tallahassee yeah. with Jimbo Fisher. He was the, he took a lot of heat for stuff. I don't remember exactly because I don't I don't follow FSU but I do remember them. Man, they did not like Charles Kelly.
1: I'm just taking it from us. This is a guy who's had the wars at the mm-hmm. top programs, whether or not they were always happy with him. I, you yeah. know, again, he's been at Alabama for four years.
6: Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Oh and, yeah. And he and so he must have done a decent enough job. Associate
1: defensive yeah. coordinator, right? And by the way, may have picked up a lot in the last. Four or five years, but you know Dion has got to, If you're going to succeed at Colorado, man, look, I firmly believe this now. With the NIL and the portal, bro, you can you can create a winner in a year if that's your goal. If you're going to mercenary it, man, if you're just going to go for big or better there. on everything, and that's, TCU did it, yeah, USC did it, yeah, it can it can happen. You got to have a quarterback, right?
6: 'Cause they got Duggan yeah. and they got Williams. And and
1: and and by the way, that's going to put a lot of pressure. I don't know Shador Sanders how good he is. I yeah I feel like if he were like top D one talent level, that's where he would be.
6: You think he would have gone there, yeah. Right. Yeah. So but we'll see. And again. I mean, I wonder if Dion told his son, look, look him up real quick and see if he had any offers because I wonder if when when Dion said, Look, we're gonna do this together. I'm gonna go to Jackson State, you're gonna go to Jackson State. You're gonna play well there for a couple years, and then I'm gonna get a Power Five job, and you're coming with me. That's our plan. Our plan. I don't know. I mean, and again, more power to you if you want to do that. Um, I just
1: let's see because uh, I don't know what his. Not, not a big kid. Six one one ninety eight. That's not
6: that's not small in this day. And no, age. I know.
1: Yeah. As a prospect, he was four star. Was he a four star? Yeah, but okay. uh, number twenty six quarterback though overall. Yeah.
2: To kind of piggyback off of what Jeff said, did yep. y'all hear what Shannon Sharp said? No, what he said. He said something to the nature of um, the reason he went to an HBCU is mm-hmm. because he didn't get any offers from any right. of those bigger schools. Right. And that's why. He, but if he would have gotten an offer to a bigger school, he would have went. He would have went. Yeah.
1: Sanders or, or Dion.
2: Shannon Sharp. No, said Shannon said
1: that.
6: Sharp said that about himself. Yeah,
2: about yeah. himself. Oh, about himself. Yeah yeah, oh, okay.
6: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I will say this: evaluated as a high school prospect uh, now, almost three years ago. Yeah, the recruit, re, the recruiting analyst at twenty four seven projected him as a day three NFL pick and compared him to Jakob Rasat. So he very well could be good enough to play at college. Oh, okay. Oh, you yeah. don't want to create some sort of perception there. You come in, your kid plays. He's not as good as whoever else. Right, is there, you better be
6: confident that he's gonna but, be good.
1: But Dion can manipulate that too. Now, mm-hmm. you know, you make sure he's the best quarterback on the roster and firmly believing well, that he is.
6: He's gonna be the quarterback. Correct. Yeah. Who do they have? That's my point. Well, the one kid already jumped in the portal. But
1: I'm saying, whoever Colorado's <laughs> quarterback was, he must stink. They're terrible. They're never any good. In all likelihood.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Um, he got, anyway, he get, got. He got – he got – go ahead, finish Just
1: getting – getting. <clears throat> you know, yeah. not just rolling with guys. Well, he got Zimmer, too. Yeah, I know.
6: Mike Zimmer's going to join that staff.
1: Right. It's good. I think it's got a lot – there's some intrigue That's there. That's legit. That's real legit.
2: And by, yeah. and by the way, I
1: don't know where everything settles with the new Super Leagues that are coming or whatnot, but when the Pac-12 leagues, it's anybody's – when – USC leaves the Pac twelve. It's anybody's game out there. Colorado has proven in its history they can flare up and be a top oh, sure. five program.
6: Sure. They Wait. won a natty. They split a natty. We'll tell him he's good there's gonna be some cold games coming though. Is
1: Colorado the one that got the free <laughs> down that one year, didn't yeah, they? The fifth
6: down. They got a fifth down at Missouri, I the think. The year it was. that uh they won a natty.
1: Yeah, they split Georgia it. Tech. Split it with Tech, yeah. Mm-hmm. We got robbed. It should have been ours alone. Where's my Georgia Tech hat? Yeah. Maybe it's in the
6: car. Oh dear. Uh, He got headlines, but was it the the right thing to do? I'm talking about Dylan Johnson, the Mississippi State running back. If you're going in the portal, and, you know, for whatever reasons you're going in the portal, Mississippi State running back Dylan Johnson, and they all have the same template. If you're on social media, there's a template. You put your pictures on one side. You put your speech on the other. You thank everybody. (laughs) It's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. Okay, so there's this template. I kind of want so to do it for me. It's the look at me generation. Bitch.
2: We should do it.
6: <laughs> Everybody writes their own press releases.
1: That way, they can't get it so,
6: wrong. So, so the guy, so you put your pictures up there, whatever pictures, and you go, hey, first, first, I want to thank God. I want to thank God for all that He's given me, uh, and I want to thank, I want to thank the coaches, uh, and I want to thank uh, my teammates. I'm a, I'm a bulldog forever. I'm a gator for life. I'm a Seminole always. I want to thank the 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 trainers. I want to thank the, you know, and so my parents, you know. And you do all you with that said, it's now my intent to enter the transfer portal and 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 sure. take my talents elsewhere. Right. Okay. And we've I, seen it about twelve times in Gainesville already this offseason. Oh every I mean, every yeah. day I see fifty yeah. of them on right, we see them on social media every, every day. freaking. day. No,
1: I've never read a word of any of
6: those. Right. You just look at who it is. Yeah. Well, Dylan Johnson. Mississippi State running back. Yeah, from Greenville, Mississippi. Going into the portal. He did the same. I don't thank God, blah, okay. blah, blah. Right. With that said, he also said, since I am not very tough and Leach is glad I am leaving, I will be entering my name into the transfer portal with the hopes of finding a more fit playing environment for me. <laughs> Took a little shot there. I'll show you. <laughs> now, again, it gets you get your headlines that. on ESPN. Yeah, well, I'll throw that out But there. is that going to help you get to the, your next place? Which, you know, as a coach who, once again, is going to yell at you and be hard on you. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wonder. You know, it got chuckles, certainly. But I'm not sure it's a, – a Drake May, by the way, also staying in North Carolina. So, All right. uh, you can forget about him as terms of entering the transfer portal. And I don't think Hartman's in the portal yet, either. So um, Gators will be quarterbacked by Jack Miller. Gators will have, you know, Rashada coming in in 23 and the Lagway kid in 24, hopefully.
1: Yeah. So, and as we kind of um, spoke to last segment, you know, football and the position of quarterback has developed to the point that when you get the number one quarterback in high school football, he typically is Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson or Tua or, or I'm not making these names up. These guys were those number one guys, and that's the expectation, and you and you should expect that. That's that the game has developed to you. The quarterbacks are a known prospect coming in; they'll be good, and mm-hmm. so that's a that's a big get for um, Billy Napier. We missed. We missed this. Okay. I don't miss anything. No, yet, so. missed. I mean, like this story. We missed no, the stories. No, I didn't stories. miss it. All right. One of the great winners in the history of sport. Okay. One of the most dominant at his sport. Lost recently. I think he kind of stayed under the radar. It was, it was, I, I, I kind of came back to mind because he okay. had another a noteworthy big win over the weekend. I believe it like a Lakers game, but, okay. um, you know. Our boy Joey Chestnut actually lost a eating contest. That I didn't miss.
6: Week. I did not know that.
1: Yeah. What of. happened?
6: Well, it was the... Um, the beginning of the end is what that it is. It was the St. Elmo
1: shrimp... Uh, the St. Elmo... Maybe Elmo, and they put a T on. I don't know. But the St. Elmo shrimp cocktail eating contest in Son Indianapolis. beasting. Somehow, did, somehow Indianapolis... Did Hoover get them? I don't know. Somehow Indianapolis is... Is known the world over for its seafood. I don't. I mean, it's land. I don't get it. But anyway, uh, Chestnut had won it the eight previous years in a shocking upset. He not only failed it to make. Not only failed to make the top step. He finished fourth. Wow. Now, does this mean that the most dominant athletes of our time is about to hit the skids? Yes.
6: No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, you know why? What was his excuse?
1: Uh, there's no excuses needed here. I don't know. Maybe he had a tummy ache because he bounced back immediately, okay. dominating in the NBA pierogi eating competition. Mm. This happened over the weekend. Okay. He devoured 47 pierogies at halftime. He's back. Okay. And and here's what's impressive. Okay. The second, third, and fourth place finishers mm-hmm. combined. combined combined to eat 33. Wow. He's back. 40, I'm sorry, all the other competitors. He down 40. Maybe he doesn't like shrimp cocktail. 47 pierogies, while the rest of the competition only ate 33.
6: Maybe he had to take a couple bites like yours truly and go, oh. ah." Man, what Mm. a life. Joey Chestnut holds
1: world records in 40 different eating categories.
6: darn right he does.
1: Man, these guys eat anything, too. It was a Cavs game. I'm sorry. Cavs game. That sounds more likely than a Lakers game.
6: You know, uh, let's wrap the drill with this uh, shout out and lesson learned. Okay. The, what do they call them? Uh, uh, well, ho- hold on. Let me ask you this off air because I'm not sure if this is a bad word All or right.
1: not. Okay, hey, hold on. I me come over. Wow.
2: Yeah, You can say that. Yeah.
6: Right. <laughs> what is that? It just stands for wives and girlfriends. Wives and girlfriends. Wags. had asked me. I wanted could, to make sure there wasn't yeah, a bad I'd word. Me in could there. he say wag on the air? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to run that by. Wives right. and girlfriends yes. of the of dudes who are yeah athletic that's or famous. What, yeah, that's, Sometimes that's, they do wags of the NBA. Correct. Or Absolutely. Yeah. The wags, sometimes, you know, they think they're sticking up for their man on social media, but they really shouldn't do it. Oh, no. What happened? Because I there's agree. always a lesson out there. Yeah. And I'll give you a per- – Look, I tell my wife all the time, like, if if she sees something nasty to me, just she wants on. to just yeah, go right I at it. I get it. Good And I appreciate her. it. Stand by your man. I do. I appreciate it. But I tell her, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not – don't do it. not worth and she, it. And she won't. But she wants to. And so – I. And I, I think that's great. But, you know – Matthew Stafford's wife Kelly.
2: Oh, she's good for it.
6: Yeah, she's and Baker's wife gets on a lot, and you know these the, the wags something. Stay away. Mm. She went on. Uh, she went after somebody on Instagram. Baker's wife or Stafford's wife? Stafford. Okay. Kelly Stafford. Uh huh. Yeah, you can't call somebody on even if they're a, an Instagram troll. Mm-hmm. E a troll mm-hmm. is a bad enough word. It's a demeaning word. A right. troll.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
6: But if they're an, and often accurate by the uh, way. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Okay. But just ignore it. You can't call What them. was the,
1: so what? Well, let's look. Do you know what the, can you tell me first what said troll did? And then that will, that was going to impact my thoughts on how she responded. To okay. be honest with you. I think on social media, everything's fair game. If somebody's going to come at you unfairly. Well, there you go. That's why I'm not on it. All right. I don't need that, man. Well, I don't know. But let's hear it though. Let's see.
6: All right. Well, it's a rude troll comment. Okay. <laughs> what was the? What did the troll say? The troll, it was a picture of Kelly. <laughs> Kelly and the daughters.
1: Send a picture of Kelly and the daughters?
6: It's a picture of Kelly and oh, the daughters. Okay. And the troll went to the picture and uh-huh. said, uh, Matthew could have his pick of women, so just a little bit of makeup. Okay. If you weren't married, you'd have it on. Okay. Well, that would tick you off if you're Mama
1: Stafford. I think if you're Mama Stafford, I think you could respond. You could, you could, you could you, you could easily come up with a really great response and you would get nothing but kudos.
6: Well, she did not go that way. Okay, well then that's that's on her a little bit then. She went with I, mean, I don't know why uh, I even pay attention. You are to that. a typical misogynistic pig. Okay.
1: <laughs> Is that what she went with? Yes. That's it. I got no problem with that. I think that's a perfect response.
6: That's not perfect. Why? Because that's not what we do. What do you mean? It's not how we're taught. We, take the, we look she, the other way. We
1: always... she, no, She he said, basically, you need to wear makeup. And she said, you're a misogynist pig. Go away. I don't yeah. think that's very harsh at all. Uh, a few
6: hours later, Kelly did have a change of heart. Mm. And she said, hey, I resorted to name calling, which I truly do not like. So I apologize to the troll.
1: That's classifying more than but name calling. But maybe you could
6: think about it. If someone said that to your wife or daughters, I'm yeah. sure you would be wildly 100%. I'm, I'm with Ke- that's I'm, a better way to I'm do I'm team it. Kelly on that. The guy,
1: yeah. listen, that's not it. By the way, where I come from, that ain't much of
6: a name call. Well, we like Team Kelly, but, like...
1: Team like, Kelly had, like, a brain surgery. Yeah,
6: oh, yeah. Surgery. Brain tumor. I'll tell you the one that I don't like. Who's that? Uh, Mahomes' wife. <laughs> yeah,
2: she's annoying. Yeah, she, uh... She's yeah.
6: annoying. Yeah, and she'll go right at you, too. Yeah,
2: but she's wrong.
6: Though. Worse, worse... Like, they create havoc. Who are to- you worst fan of? The wife or the brother?
2: I don't like the brother, That's though. close. Yeah. yeah.
6: I think those two feed each <laughs> other's negativity, and yeah. it makes them both Throwing worse. champagne on the... On the on, yeah, the, on yeah. the peasants underneath you while you're sitting up in the suite because your husband happens because to be the quarterback. Pa- right. Not because, because you've Pat. earned it. Yeah. You know? I mean, what, what? Poor Pat. Mm. Poor Pat. Such a likable dude. Hope-
1: poor Pat. He chose her. He asked her to marry bad him. bad move.
6: Probably loves her. How do she always likes like that. No move. way he loves her. You misogynist pig. <laughs> you can't love her. Uh, although they do have a little child named Bron- oh, well, there Bronze. Oh, there you go. Little bronzes, uh, Bronze is a... Bronze like the color or the metal? That's his nickname, Bronze. Oh, that's not his name. B-R-O-N-Z-E. You name saw kids, that bronze, right? Gold, bronze, gold, copper, murre. bronze. Mahomes. I would have named him Mur Mur Mahomes. I think his name is Fantastic. Patrick the The Third, but uh-huh. they're calling him not Trey. Well, that's kind of bad because the bronze, Third, you, you, you as in gold, silver, bronze. Yeah, you're
1: implicating him as uh, insinuating he's I'm the just bronze. Saying. That's you know that's no good.
6: Right, we got some serious discussion with Doc Murphy. What do you mean? Well, Army again, Navy. he may I may have him demonstrate how on the battlefield you would lop off the toe if oh. it got hurt. Do you, have battle. A, do you
1: have an injured toe,
6: I hope? No, I was going to have you be the... Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, we'll put a stick happen, in your mouth. Right. We'll give you a shot of whiskey. I'm too busy heightening. I think Doc Murphy could probably, with his hands, his bare hands, snap the toe and Why rip it off. Why do you say such things? I don't, I'm don't. i going to ask him the tough questions. I think well you've been back. watching too many violent movies. Snap something. it and then just pull it right off, that? Doc. Doc is just... Put sh- some gauze on it. Let's go play. <laughs> Shaking his head over there in disgust. This is the drill. <laughs> Tell them what they Caller want. Caller number one, be kind, be courteous, and be a Christmas winner. Tell them what they're going to get.
2: That call is gonna get a $25 gift card to Woody's Barbecue plus $25 to Woodcraft. This is brought to you by the Holiday Gift Guide. Visit 1010XL.com for more gift ideas.
6: Alright, crank it up! The doctor's hours are in. Dr. Kevin Murphy, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist in the house. Some, some tough questions about Trevor Lawrence. Doc. First off, he's got a bit of gumby in him. Because that didn't look good. Did you think when he went down and that knee bent, we were in a little bit of trouble? Because I did.
9: Yeah, it looked a little worse than what we've heard. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was concerned about him.
6: Yeah. Now, would that have been a sprained? uh, Because you can tell when they do the ACL. You weren't so concerned about that as more of a, you know, maybe like a MCL
9: sprain. MCL, but even you can get ACLs and those kind of injuries. You can't. Sure. Okay. Yeah, right. it didn't look good. All right. So that was fortunate.
6: Okay, so uh, so anyway, he gets up, he comes back in, and he takes off running on, like, one of the first plays. And, and didn't it, look slowed at all. No, he looked perfect. So I'm like, good gosh almighty. So and he took some time coming out. So I don't, you know, and it was his knee. I thought it was his ankle because the way it got rolled up on. It was his knee. It was his ankle. And it ends up being his toe. So how does that happen? Like, what happened with the toe? Well, it's Head and shoulders, knees and toes. That is correct. All right.
9: Got it. So so a lot of times it's either a hyperflexion or a hyperextension of the toe. It's kind okay. of a turf toe thing. But okay. You know, uh, there's no fracture, so he's, I, I'm surprised, you know, it's a pain thing, so Doc, it's good to go. Doc,
1: yeah. I'm assuming it would affect your mobility, I guess, but I would think that with today's modern shoe technology that you could prevent a
6: toe from bending like that.
9: Well, you can, but then it's hard to run. That's what I'm saying. So you get a too rigid yeah, of a toe, toe box there that's hard to run. Uh, so
6: Doc, uh, I saw a picture of Trevor, a social media picture, and I showed it to Jeff. Oh, I can probably show it to you. I, think, like, I you know, think I have it here. Like a electronic it, stimulation. And yeah. it was it was the night. Um, it was Tuesday night. Machine, and he had a, he had a cord down to a and it wasn't a you know high boot, but it was like a walking boot, like up to here. What would the cord, what would that be, do you think?
9: Yeah, it's either, as you have some electrical stimulation device to, they're trying to mobilize the fluid in there so it doesn't swell. Mm-hmm.
1: How come we don't see that more often? That, that, that The reason that picture was striking is that so we see guys in boots and with injuries all the time with other parts of the body. They're not walking around hooked up to a cord. Why, why would they think that this would be helpful in this case?
9: Yeah, a lot of times you do that in the training room, short-term burst instead of, you know, right. uh, at home doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, they're trying. Yeah, that's kind of a stem yeah. stem device.
1: D- uh, doc, explain what the process would be. Trevor Lawrence gets hurt before the half. You know, he rolls around on the ground. We all think the poor kid's you know torn fifteen ligaments. He you know gets taken in, and then we see him run back out to play. You know, r- looking healthy. How, what's the process of making sure he's okay to go back in the game? There.
9: Well, always caution to make sure there's nothing to serious. So first, you know, do the exam to make sure that the ligaments are stable, and then and when also-
1: you're doing the exam, are you?
9: Pulling and, and you know by then oh, yeah, yeah. you know
1: yeah. by then it's the toe right mm-hmm. I mean once you get in there oh, yeah. you, you've determined it's the toe and that, yeah. that pain is now you know yeah you focus on where it's focused you know
9: they'll see that uh, on the video there's a video of everything and so they've seen it and go wow look how his knee bent and say well, they're certainly going to check that sure. as well but yeah focus on the toe get an X-ray in the locker room uh, without any fracture and you know you're then assessing the pain problems so a lot they're, of times you can get them back in there with with minimal risk.
6: Uh, I was going to say, there's no reason, injury.
1: if he feels healthy and wants to play, there's no reason to not for him not to play. Correct. Even structurally, if you're down 16 sound. points or whatever it is. He's yeah, tried, structurally he's so. okay. It's so a pain any, thing. I, any, I just, you know, any Jaguar fans who do worry that that was in any way, you know, um, a mistake by the Jags to, to, to put him at, quote, risk or anything, oh. it's just not, not true. You yeah. know, he, no. he should, and you want your guy to want to play.
6: And, Doc, just to clarify, if the toe continued to be painful <laughs> and you did lop it off, losing the big toe, is that a problem?
9: Big toe is a big problem.
6: So that's like the captain of the toes, right? Oh yeah, big so toe. You, you, you you can balance issues yeah. and such. Balance push
9: off the whole deal. Put, yeah. Okay, so you, no, have, you know, yeah. try to keep the big toe at Let all me see if Big toe is critical. See
6: if I can nip this. But subject. Doc, in fairness, before Jeff does this, in fairness, in all seriousness, there are some digits where if you had to lop them off, it would in in a certain way, it would be okay. Doc, is there
1: ever a football situation where a man would have a toe lopped off
9: uh,
1: voluntarily? for any reason other yeah, than uh, medical survival.
9: Yeah, that's not a yeah. on the field treatment plan.
1: Maybe fingers. <laughs> the fingers they will, right? Ronnie Lot famously. Ronnie Lot. Yeah. one off. Well, that's what yeah. we're talking about. Did, did that Young refer- young
9: fans may not appreciate that, but yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie Lot
1: did Lott. when did, did he he injured it and then they cut it off during the week so he could play the next week? I mean, no, he went back in. They, they they cut it off the same day, and he played yeah. in the same game?
9: Yeah. like doing the game? Yeah, he didn't want to come out because he – It was
1: What did he do? He, he got caught in a face mask or something? I can't remember what I don't remember
9: the circumstance, but he had a fracture of a small finger. i trying to make a tackle finger. on
6: running back Timmy Newsome. Ronnie Lott shattered his pinky finger. The playoffs were just around the corner. Lot had a big decision to make that would change the rest of his life. Lott chose amputation, and a chunk of his pinky finger was, quote – Lopped off. Oh, oof, no point. Bueno. Why do they say lopped? Because, what yeah, that's is that what word? You're doing. Lopped. That almost makes it like they put. Had he put his hand on a brick and
1: then just with <laughs> a hatchet lopped that sucker off? Then he went Julia Childs. Oh, I'm bleeding. He um, didn't miss a game. <laughs> remember that one, Doc. <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Oh no, Oh no! Oh.
6: Blood squirting all over the studio. Back when Saturday Night Live was good. Doc, funny. I have, I have a question about <laughs> um, Von Miller. So Von Miller is diagnosed with a some sort of knee sprain, right? And then they were doing some sort of, was it exploratory or? But the the, the way they put it, we found out that the ACL was in fact torn and we went ahead and repaired it. Now, first off, there's no way because, and again, I don't know how it works in your world, Doc, but if you're Von Miller and you obviously are hoping to play in the playoffs and you put him under anesthesia and you... To do exploratory surgery, and you wake him up and say, "Oh, by the way, your ACL was torn, and we went ahead and repaired it, and now you won't play this year." He might be ticked. Yeah. How does this? What's the story there? Like, what, what does it seem like to you?
9: Well, I can just tell you, I've never done an exploratory surgery. Okay. So if if you're you're There's a, a surgeon who does surgery. exploratory surgery, you need to go back and explore how to do surgery. <laughs> do something. Else. You need to have a plan and a, and a backup plan, uh-huh. and yeah. this is not a walk in there. I'll just find. Find What I find and fix it. That's not how it works. Okay. So, undoubtedly, that's a, a misstatement. They, they had right. to know right. his ACL was torn because you have to plan that. You have.
1: Right. Uh, Who was the. Oh, I think, again, I was talking to ET and the other one. Von room. Miller.
9: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not a thing. I mean, they, uh, if that's what, what happened, that's disturbing. I mean, you know, you've, you've examined him. So, you've they done placed the MRI. him on
6: IR and they expected him to come back this season. They reached a conclusion for Miller to get a knee scope and we're hoping everything would come back clean. We decided last week that he did need a scope. He kind of let it all calm down and multiple opinions. We sent him to Dallas on Monday for evaluation and scope. He had some concerns about the looseness of his knee. And so he, I knew Monday night that this was a real potential crossing our fingers. During the scope to clean up the meniscus that was believed to be the extent of the injury, the doctor found Miller had a torn ACL which was not known prior, does that make sense? Not necessarily.
9: <laughs> does it make sense? No. Okay. I mean, I, 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 okay. Yeah, you doing this a long time, uh-huh. uh, it's a very rare event that you would not know that that ACL is torn when you go in there. Now, okay. some people have partial ACL tears. The ACL has been torn for a long time. It mm-hmm. scars to the PCL, and you have some stability to it. But the MRI will show you that. I mean, it's... Uh, We're pretty sophisticated now in diagnosing an ACL tear. And to tell me that you didn't know that when you went in and said, oh, looky there, an ACL tear. (laughs) I mean, on 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 an NFL superstar, that doesn't make any sense at all.
6: Okay. This guy is certainly no
1: superstar, but if you're just looking for one thing that was different about the Jaguars defense this week against Detroit versus other teams, and certainly I'm not uh, naive enough to to place it all on him just because they didn't stop anyone all day. But they were without Andre Cisco and they weren't sure. And it's just listed as a shoulder injury, so I don't know exactly what it is he was dealing with. But he went from questionable to inactive in the Week 13 game. And now Doug Peterson said yesterday he's optimistic um, that Cisco will be able to go. And he also kind of admitted that it created a domino effect for their defense um, overall. So what are, what, what are we talking about, a bruise here? Or what are we talking about with a, a shoulder injury that keeps you out one week, and now you're practicing at least limited, and they expect you to play this week?
9: Well, uh, if it's an a- it could be an AC joint where okay. you've you've got pain up top and you know it's ju- it just hurts. Sometimes that's a three week deal to get back to play.
1: You get that from I mean, this guy's delivered some blows, right? Yeah. He's that guy that we keep seeing on the highlights, putting that yep. shoulder into yeah. That's, that's, what that's that how is. that happens. Yeah, yeah, that's
9: an impact thing, and it may just hurt. They've tried to inject it; it just hasn't worked, and it's too painful to really load up and hit somebody. So that's kind of a three week deal. Um, the worst issue could be. Rotator cuff tears, labral tears, those kind of things.
1: I got you. What, what are we dealing with with Jimmy G Um, and the fact that they said because it's not Liz Frank, maybe he could be back. In, it seems pretty precise. So he's it, not
9: having
6: surgery. I, but he
1: I can't it. be back in five weeks, but seven to eight he might be. What are we?
9: Well, let's go back. Fracture. So he has a fracture. If it were displaced, it'd be surgery to fix it. Right. So it's not a displaced fracture. Okay. But a fracture nonetheless. So he has a fracture of his foot. The way he it broke looked, his foot. Yeah, he broke his foot. It looked like he got impacted kind of on the outside of his mm-hmm. foot. So I'd suspect the fifth metatarsal, the long, the long bone of the small side, the small toe, mm-hmm. and you know it predictably is going to heal in six weeks. It's healed. Right. Is
1: this the Derrick Henry injury? Is that what we're talking about? That outside of your foot, injury a little little
9: different mechanism because uh-huh. this was impacted. Okay. So uh, should heal spot. more predictably actually. Um, Than the stress injuries. That's more the Derek I, well, Henry thing. Well,
1: what I immediately thought when it was no displaced, no surgery, I thought, well, eight weeks sounds like that's way conservative. Couldn't it be it five is. or six weeks? If if you
9: could be six, yeah, yeah. could sure. be six. You know, uh, but yeah, eight weeks is a little stretch.
6: NFL lives day to day though, so they're yeah. not. If he's back, then we'll deal with it. Then it's sure. Kind of the feeling, but, I got but to, to the to point guys. that we talked about yeah. is
1: you know the San Francisco. This is a year in the NFC. It's up for grabs. Yeah, definitely. Right, mm-hmm. and so you, you would certainly want him back. By the way, we uh then sent a disclaimer by the American Medical Association. Oh, yeah, against your plan to start lopping off digits. Okay. So, do you have that?
6: Oh. oh, now I've done it. I've cut the Dickens out of my finger. Well,
4: I'm glad in a way this happened. You know, accidents do we you, you've never really discussed
1: what to do. Just, you must stop, <laughs> stop to do yeah. profusely. It's just spraying all over the room, see? Up. That's what happens when you start
6: lopping. Now, listen, <laughs> in fairness, to, and I've, I've, while we were talking, I looked at the Ronnie Lott story. There is a picture of him, like, with his four Super Bowl rings like this. I can't do that. Like this, Doc. <laughs> with,
4: his, <laughs> uh, with his four rings on half, his finger. Half a finger.
6: However, I will say, this was his reaction to it. And it happened at the end of the year, okay? It was the last game of the regular season. And so they could put a pin in his finger at the time, and he could wear a cast and and be out eight weeks for it to heal or amputate the tip of the finger from the first joint and be able to play right away. So he said, lop it off. The, the unfortunate thing is a week later, the Niners lose to the Giants <laughs> 17-3, to so oh, that kind of sucked. That's a shame. Sorry, that wasn't really bug. worth it, was it? And then, and then he said, after the cast came off and he looked at it, I was trying to laugh it off, but honestly, I felt sick. I tried to stand up, but I broke into a cold sweat. It was a total shock. I said, oh, man, I probably should have put the pin in. We're losing the compassionate side of sports. We're becoming gladiators. If I ever become a coach, I hope I never lose sight of the fact that players are people. They feel they have emotions. I could have all of Eddie DeBart... De Bartolo's corporations. It's not going to buy me a new finger. Yeah. It's giving me a new perspective can on life. In, Somewhat regretting that he lopped it can off. Can this between the,
9: the sound
1: that
6: we this just may heard have to make me take a different yes, perspective correct. of just you simply lopping it off? Retire now. that uh, yeah. that 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 strategy. It's
9: been perhaps. a good run. <laughs> I'm actually but, disappointed to hear him say that.
1: Yeah, no, you right. like the gladiator thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. What, what do we got, Army Navy this week? There, Chief, you're just kind of sitting over there under the mm-hmm. radar. What do you think? Navy's they're both kind of down this year, really. Well, Navy they, has the better wins, don't they, so far this year? Yeah,
9: they beat UCF.
1: Yeah. They Do you think good. it's good? I think this will be a close
6: game. Is this there is any, like a good one? And you may not know this. I think so, too. May
1: actually be some scoring in this one, too. I
6: can't help but wonder if this could be the Navy guy's last game. The coach? He's been there a long time, and he's, you know, they've kind of slipped the last few years. And yeah, a little bit. I don't was,
9: know. Yeah, he was up there looking, people trying to get him to go take other jobs, and he stayed. And, and he stayed, yeah. He's, he slid a little bit. Here's that's, a dumb question. It's up and down. You don't this.
1: have to be from army or navy to coach there right no you don't have to have a military background yeah i didn't no, think no. you did but i wasn't absolutely positive so anyway all right um this is his 15th year in Navy. where's the game this yeah. week
9: philly philly yeah go philly. army beat navy all yes, right
1: sir that's a doc kevin murphy Take uh and southeast
9: orthopedic specialist and visits with us every th- thursday morning thanks doc thanks boys i'm coming
7: home i'm coming home Tell the world, I'm coming All
6: right, breaking home. news uh, and good news. Uh, awesome. This is awesome. from Stephen Portnoy, CBS News Radio. Brittany Griner sentenced to prison in Russia has been freed in a prisoner swap and is now in U.S. custody. Awesome. Been uh, that 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 went a lot longer than it should have. She was she was the martyr in this whole yeah.
1: world chaos. She this would have never happened if it, it weren't was uh, a
6: one for one deal. Do we give up the angel of death? Who do we give up? Uh, International arms dealer, Victor Bout. Okay. Uh, The one-for-one exchange agreement negotiated with Moscow in recent weeks. Um, I don't know much about Victor, but as you know, what Victor about does—it's Victor scare me. with a K. Whenever yeah. there's a Victor with a K, he's usually a bad man. Yeah, yeah but here's the deal: right? you if know, you're Victor with a C, you're probably okay. If you're Victor with a K, be careful.
1: International arms dealers are a dime a dozen. Uh, yeah, nowadays, probably. So, yeah, you're probably there's right. another one waiting in bloom. We had to get her home, and if it meant some quote, he had a
6: 25-year federal prison yeah. sentence. I don't know long, how, how long he's been I, in. I'm sure that his crime was a lot Unfortunately, worse. Unfortunately, though, Griner's. this does leave our retired U.S. Paul Whelan in prison yeah, in Russia didn't still. get them both. That's also baloney, yeah,
1: because he's also in there under some shenanigans, espionage, so, yeah, which is apparently untrue.
6: So, but
1: Russia obviously thinks that that is. I mean, uh, this grinder thing was a disaster from the disaster. Get-go. And by the way, if this is the same deal that was on the table eight months ago, shame on, shame on the U.S. Uh,
6: bout was being held at a Fed prison in Marion, Illinois, arrested by the DEA in Thailand following a sting operation in '08. Convicted of conspiring to kill Americans and began his 25-year sentence a decade ago, so he's been in for 10 years.
1: Uh, my point is, uh, yeah, there was an offer back in the summer. I mean, why didn't we do it then? If we ended up with the same,
6: I don't think this drain? is the Angel of Death, though.
1: That's what it says. After five months oh, of stalled diplomacy and various permutations well, we of w- potential swap w- agreements, including a previously unreported offer, by oh, the, the Angel West of Death, the Merchant of Death, to send two of death. two prisoners back to Russia for to two Americans. Mm-hmm.
6: Um, I think maybe we should, it's not to say, it may not be. The, yeah. I don't know if it's the merchant. Yeah, man. I don't know.
1: I, I I don't have the power rankings of the.
6: I think we should have got Whalen in the trade as well. I I'm do saying. too. If I you're mean, giving it, the Merchant a Death, you ought to get. In two. all
1: seriousness, though, that's an yeah. American who's over there suffering oh, probably yeah. worse as a man. Griner's a big girl, you know. As bad as it gets over there, yeah. I don't think she's gonna be physically intimidated or pushed around. Whereas if you're whaling over there, you're probably getting the crap beat
6: out of you every she other day. She must be just on cloud nine though, God, so God bless no, no her. No kidding. The
1: whole family. That was yeah. so that was wrong from the get go. This yeah. isn't about this isn't about your politics no. or any kind of other identifiers that no. you use. This was this was wrong. It's well overdue. She gets home in time for the holidays. So God, God, you know, bless her and her loved
6: ones. Yes. Now along those lines, I have a PSA.
1: You do? Yes. Wow, I just just had one last segment.
6: Uh Bolo.
1: I'll be on the lookout.
6: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is given name. If you meet a guy and he says, my name is Edgar Valdez Villareal or Eddie Villareal, uh, you turn and run like hell. Oh no. Uh, Eddie has escaped from a U.S. prison here in the sunshine state. That's why I feel like I must. Okay. Which one? Uh, I'll, I'll get to that. Okay. But he is a cartel leader and a hitman who happens to be fond of videotaping torture sessions and has decapitated dozens of enemies.
1: Okay, well, what, what, how did he get out of jail? I don't know.
6: He's gone missing.
1: Well, how did he go missing? You're in jail. He grew
6: up in Laredo, Texas, was given the nickname from a high school football coach. He's known as La Barbie. La Barbie. And uh, he's part of one of Mexico's most ruthless underground worlds. He was a top lieutenant for you know who, El Chapo. Mm. And if you're working with El Chapo, that's a bad man. Um, but his light, his blue eyes, and his light complexion, despite being Mexican, him to blend made in. him look like a Ken doll. Oh. Hence, El Barbie. El Barbie. Or La Barbie. I want to know where La Barbie is. Well, that's the point. He's I, in Florida. Where so. did he
1: escape from? I, I hate to break it to you, in many of these prisons are up here in Arden. I know. That's why uh, I'm doing this public service. I mean, in Rayford, where are we at? I mean, he, is my man right now just cutting over on, you know, Cecil Field Road?
6: Uh, he moved to Mexico in the 90s yeah, to sure get out did. of dealing the sweet stinky. It was the merchant of death that we gave up. It was. He soon became one of the ruthless underworld enforcers in the battles between drug traffickers that left hundreds dead in Mexico. Um, While working for the cartel, he was asked by El Chapo to help bribe Mexican prison employees to get long johns to the cartel leader's son. Uh, La Barbie ratted them out, leading to their torturous deaths. He controlled the drug routes into Acapulco. This is a bad man. You do not want to run into Eddie. Or if he says he's La Barbie, get the hell out of there. I'm trying to find out what jail he's in.
1: Maybe we've just, maybe he's part of the deal to go
6: to Russia. Sounding one-sided. Deputy Chief of the Texas Police Department says he's very dangerous. He's killed people, extremely violent, and he has plenty of connections still to the cartels. We do not provide specific information on the status of inmates who are not in the custody of the BOP for safety, security, or privacy reasons. We don't know what jail he's escaped from. Mm. But he's escaped from a Florida prison, Jeff.
1: Well, I mean, I, I feel like the whatever the Bolo. Whatever the media sources here has left out the only important question.
6: This is uh Where
1: did he escape from? I, yeah. I was, there's a proximity, you know. Um Warning! It comes along with yes. it. Yes. Closer as you are to this 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 cat,
6: I've done some work here. And okay.
1: What do we got? I mean, where was he?
6: I've done some work, and I have. Th-
1: I mean, is he in Rayford? I mean, is the guy thirty miles as the crow flies? So yeah, you're. There's you only be-
6: two in South Florida. Then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right from Orlando up, we got one in Wildwood, one in Tallahassee, I mean, one in Mariana, Mariana, one in Coleman, one in. Yeah, this is a problem. Rayford, obviously. Uh, Baker Correctional Institution. Did he get out of that place? That's just, I go past that place all the time. Go to Lake City for baseball. I don't know. We do not want to run into this guy, La Barbie. Apparently
1: from the text line, it's a fair point. Maybe La Barbie's just ticked, pissed off about his nickname.
6: That's not a good nickname at all. No. That was a football coach who gave it yeah. to him. Hey, LaBarbie, shut your mouth. I've also
1: gotten another. <laughs> uh, uh, don't worry, Jeff. I got Cecil Field on lockdown. If LaBarbie comes our way, he won't make it past 295. Thank you. Back. That's kind of like a hold my beer while I take care of this guy. Yeah,
6: we need some help from some of our friends in the mm.
1: industry. Maybe we should there.
6: hire Maybe we should sign LaBarbie and play him at safety. We wouldn't have a chance against LaBarbie. Oh, gosh. No. If LaBarbie came into here, I would say take him first. <laughs>
7: what, about, what about this one
6: is that wrong E, e? e? I want, I want that we way. gotta get in the car we, we got we got
7: we, we gotta ride together e.
6: I don't know we well, ride together hey, but. we ain't going we ain't going hunting for Labarbie, man no sir
1: <laughs> from the text line
6: Palm down, he
1: Palm down! From the text line, just gave a jump to someone named LaBarbie at the Publix on Atlantic. Thought it was strange wearing an orange jumpsuit that time of the morning. You've aided and abetted. Uh, Mr. Tin, who apparently <laughs> more well-versed in the prison system, <laughs> says he was at federal uh, prison in Sumter County. Where is Sumpter. that? I don't even know where. I've lived in Florida for a oh, lot of Oh, gosh. I don't know what is. I'm the, worried about I Barbie. Don't know, I
6: don't know what that is. Oh, gosh. or Barbie. La Barbie, Sumter County is too mm. close, man. That's Brooksville, kind of Tampa-ish. Mm. I think we got a chance. Hopefully, Coleman. Where's Coleman, Florida, and, and you know.
1: This is the kind of news that people expect out of us. I mean, we have a, a statewide emergency right now. I know. I mean, I don't think that this, this guy is a, you out. Know, these, these jokers will buzz my Amber Alert when a 78-year-old's been missing for 10 minutes, and yeah. I got a
6: trained deadly killer running around Florida, <laughs> I mean, not only and only I he, don't even get an alert. Not only is he a deadly killer, and hopefully he's not listening to this program right now, but LaBarbie, you know, he videotapes the decapitations, man. By the way, this is also a fair point. If we
1: don't think the cartel already has him back in Mexico, then we're crazy. You think so? Yeah, I don't think I don't think La Barbie is wandering through the Osceola forest over there. He's, he's trying, not, a, he's not like know. Harrison Ford in The Fugitive. Yeah. I don't think he's
6: foraging off of you know <laughs> he don't
1: think blueberries and <laughs> pecans. You don't think he's yeah. Yet, you don't
6: think he's at the uh, right. waterfall saying, right. "I didn't kill Correct. my wife." Yeah,
1: La Barbie's not floating down like the Apalachicola River right now, trying to make a run for it. He, he's probably you know, those crazy. You know, El Chapo builds. Those tunnels to to everywhere. I mean,
2: underneath the tubs and stuff. They probably
1: probably took him underneath the Gulf of Mexico the way those jokers have been working it.
2: Oh,
6: gosh. It's
2: crazy. So,
1: hopefully, although, nice job, Team Florida, for letting LaBarbie out. You got one job. All right, men, this guy is an international terrorist. He's one of the most dangerous people in the world. You can't let him out. He got one job. I mean, you got bars here. It's locked. How does it happen?
6: One bit of good news, ET, on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Dan and ET, you don't have to be faster than LaBarbie. Barbie. just have to be faster, be faster than, than Jeff.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I don't think, I'm not sure I'm the slowest in the room. I know. <laughs> that might not be it. But I'll get a head start. Trust me on that. Yeah. LaBarbie. If I hear that doorknob turn, I'm gone. I got a picture of uh, La Barbie. Here. How's he look?
1: I mean, he would pass, if you passed him on the street, you wouldn't give two oh no two weeks. He does not that's, look like does not look like a Ken doll. That's you not look like
2: a-, a cold killer.
1: No, and he doesn't look like Ken doll either. He just looks like yeah. He, if that guy had looks
6: like some dude you'd see in a poker room in Biloxi. That's I, what he looks. like. I got to be honest. Huh? If LaBarbie had me tied up and wanted to ask me some questions, I would not think that necessarily the end result is me him pulling out the uh, the chainsaw, firing it up, and cutting my neck. Yeah. I don't know. That would be lopping my head off. All I know is the folks at Coleman got some explaining to do. <laughs> at Coleman, <laughs> they've t- let
1: LaBarbie loose. Herb,
6: Herb, can you come in here for a minute? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Herb, I mean, what the hell? I mean, how have- did LaBarbie get out?
2: <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> just turned on the radio. Why are we describing the hitchhiker I just picked up? <laughs> friend. Friend. Pull over to the right sip and go yeah. and tell him
6: you need some did cigarettes. You, hey, hey, Get
1: the hell out of there. Friend, did you see there's something about Mary? That's what's going on here. <laughs> My
6: man is his duffel back has a head right now, so <laughs> do not. Yeah. pull over to the sip and go immediately, and say, "Do you need a pack of smoke?
2: Do I'm you going need in."
1: The more I read about the uh, the prison swap here, while we're on these international yes. murderers, we should have got a two for one on this deal. We yeah, he's a bad guy. Away. He's a really, really bad guy, and it's great to get Griner. She's being way overpunished. If you're on the text line, say anything other than that, man. Get over yourself about fairness it's not about whether or not you agree with anyone on everything but if it was your son or daughter who tried to sneak in you know a a, a vape cartridge of weed and they were in a Russian prison I don't think you'd give a damn what their politics or beliefs were I mean come on man
6: Someone Sorry. pointed out it does sort of top the Vikings-Cowboys-Herschel Walker trade. <laughs> Somebody got the better end of the deal.
5: Yeah.
1: No I, I just want to know, again, we got some tough questions today. Coleman is not going to be happy when WSVN starts rolling up the road toward today's news We coverage. need to send Ben We're down We're live there. here. Coleman. Gomer here apparently let LaBarbie loose. Gomer, can we come over and get a word with you? We need
6: to send Ben down there yeah, Gomer get made answers. it
1: through ninth grade at Wildwood Junior High. Yeah. And he's now, you know, the, the, the leader. Of, yeah, C head block. of security. Yeah, head of, of the C-Block security. Pretty. Yeah, I mean, what in the world?
6: Yeah. Well, anyway, that's the latest. Uh, the cat chat's coming up next. I just, mm. I felt like we needed to tell people what was going on in All the right. world and B O L O La Barbie. This is the drill.
8: Hey! Oh! oh Catch Chat man. time with our friend. Last week's yeah. intro was way better when I got to yell Duval. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, that was bad. Oh,
6: right, we'll get to that in a second. I got to ask a tough, tough question with you here. I'm watching the Sparky and Wilbur Arizona Arizona State mascots before the territorial cup yep. got into a real <laughs> brawl, trading punches left and right. You you pointed out that it wasn't a fair fight because Sparky, the Arizona State Sun Devil, has a tighter head the than head, Wilbur. The head's tighter. The Arizona. Whatever he is, Wilbur's got that Bear down.
8: Wilbur's got that cheap. He probably has no helmet inside there. It's but probably I will a, say this: for, elastic strap for
6: pure entertainment. Would you guys be against mascot fights maybe
8: before the game to rev up the crowd? Happens in college all the time. I mean, Doesn't would that be okay pros.
6: or no? I, I'm, I'm
8: down with
6: it. I mean, <laughs> would it bother anyone if the mascot's gotten a little, just a little? I'd not, like
1: to. I'd like to arm them with one. Like one gets a bat, one gets a like you know, like machete. a go th- like, like, find yeah.
8: Let's go. Don't, don't, like don't. the Anchorman
6: fight. Don't joke.
8: Wait a minute. You send the mascots after La Barbie. He's not going to think they're coming after. He's just going to be like, oh, cool, a mascot. Hmm. You know, and then you tackle him.
1: La Barbie right now is in some <laughs> dirt cave in Mexico by smoking some crack
6: rock. 30 seconds is all I ask. 30 seconds just to hype the crowd. What do you think?
8: It happens in college all the time because both mascots are on the field and you're supposed to... Albert wouldn't
1: do well in fights, though. No, that big beak out in front of him, that big nose. Well, it it looked like this started as one of those that, oh, yeah, it's going to be a promotion, but it quickly devolved into that was
6: real.
8: Yeah, like there was a standoff. There was a standoff and then a few... That's how it always happens. One punch gets thrown and then you're like, well, I'm not going down like that. Give Um, me your
6: greatest uh, hate... Tennessee moment?
8: Ooh. Jeff Fisher. Mm. Um, what did you
6: do?
1: Did you do something? What they stole it... our soul in 1999. They you did. understand that. We've never gotten better. You were there. They
8: did, yeah. he was t- He was. Before the game, he's in there screaming at his – How long did it take you to recover from
6: the 99 AFC Championship game as a fan and mascot of the squad at that time? Um, when you knew and I knew and we all knew we were going to the Super Bowl in It also seven hit days. them in the pocketbook because you know if you go, oh, yeah. you get that oh, yeah, playoff I cash, know. that I money know. money. Oh, I'm well aware. I'll, uh, but forget cash
8: aside. It's a good question. It's how good long question. were you in mourning? Like, did that, I mean, that, that, I will, that, hurt the city. I will, uh, I'll let you know when it's over, when it's over. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you know when it's over. I live it every day. I hate it. It's yeah. uh yeah, it was the worst. It yeah. was, it was, it was brutal. Yeah. Money, obviously at that mm-hmm. age at 20, what, 25 years old, yeah. uh, the playoff bonus that I that still was, got one, I still got one, but it no. would have been a lot more would've if we get to another more. game. Um yeah that but did no Did you have just... to
6: go to the Super Bowl that year? Regardless, did you go to that one?
8: I did. I had to Ooh. go and do some appearances. Ooh. I had some appearances I had to go up to Atlanta for. That's uh, a bad one. Actually actually uh lightly crashed the Jackson van up in in Atlanta that year because nice. of the dang ice.
1: Yeah, it, that and the drinking. <laughs>
8: It was for the, the record. Ice. He was not drunk. Oh, okay. It was the ice. No, it was it was a very gentle. Like went up on an overpass <clears> and was turning, and it gently like started sliding. And you're like yeah. slow motion. That's the worst, and you can't the...
1: control. If you've lived in Florida your whole life and you're so lucky you've never driven in icy situations, it is just petrifying. No, when you lose Especially control, you're, you're not, done. If you're not used to it, yeah. man. Well, I, this
8: you remember that one? No one was expecting ice on those. Correct. It was crazy. Yeah. But, um, no, that was that was uh, not that exactly was what that Super
1: Bowl is known for. But yeah, that was
8: brutal. I had to go up there too to to sell some tickets and stuff. <laughs> that i had and uh make up the difference in that playoff bonus yeah that's true
1: (laughs) people don't realize that when these when these organizations make these deep runs and everybody's happy money falls from the
6: sky it's not just the players
1: the whole staff gets uh, rewarded handsomely by the way so
6: you don't so there wasn't one moment that that stands out to you so jeff
8: fisher i along along with everybody else Mm -hmm. he was he was he talked he was he was spurrier in the pros. He was he was great in the press conference. Yeah. He loved to needle us. Wasn't as successful as spurrier. Wasn't as yeah, successful. I got I'm not talking about the success. I'm yeah. talking about his press conferences and the yeah. way he you know close he, to as successful. He didn't went to a
1: Super Bowl. He would have had to have won it though. <laughs> it was better in the pros, obviously.
8: But he, um, yeah, man, he he was. I hated him in '99, and then all of a sudden I met him. Uh, but the Tennessee Titans mascot uh, yeah. was a good friend of mine, Pete Nelson. Uh, mm-hmm. He's Rocky. Younger- <laughs> no Rocky. Oh. No, Pete Nelson, T-Rack t rack is the the Isn't that the there? one that
1: ran over Adrian McC- Peterson? That I mean, yeah, Peterson, he hit the poor the, guy. The, the golf cart hit him when he was trying to and right over. Ended his career. Hick. Good lord. Another
6: menacing mascot. mascot. I mean, damn you, mascot. But he, uh, he at some told point, don't
1: you think they should be banned?
8: Mascots, probably. Yeah, probably. It's
1: it's probably past too <laughs>
6: Yeah.
8: Um, he uh, he said, man. Y- y- you would love Jeff if you got if you hung Thank out you. with Jeff.
6: Oh, Fisher. Fisher.
8: If you hung out with Fisher and and like talked, he would love the guy. He's okay. just such a great guy. Mm-hmm. Then I meet him at Pro Bowl like a year or so later, mm-hmm. and he he's giving me grief and stuff, and so I give it right back to him. But it turns out the dude's actually a phenomenal guy. Yeah. Like he's, he's I know he came
6: to the J-Fund a couple of times. Yeah, he's so a great. I give him credit.
8: He's a great dude, and he's yep. one of those guys who now I was like, well, I hate you still, but
6: mm-hmm. he's, he's one a, of those guys really who is. Just above average enough to keep a job
1: for a long, 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 long time. Right? Well he went yeah.
6: listen, he went he took over in uh ninety-four his in Houston. his nickname's eight and eight. What yeah. One yeah. and five, seven and nine, eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight. <laughs> three straight eight and eights. And then what? Then he went thirteen and three and thirteen and three in those two years. And then yeah. what? Seven and nine. What got Then he, fired? he went eleven I'm and Tennessee. five and twelve and four. Then he went oh he was there forever. Five and eleven, four and twelve, eight and eight. And He bounced back ten and six and thirteen and three. Wow! And he went eight and eight and six and ten, and they finally said enough. Wow, that's a lot of good years, huh? Six six playoff years in from ninety four to ten.
1: What did he do? In, in, and they went to the Rams, and he was they were terrible. Like seven and quick. eight,
6: seven and nine, six and ten, seven
1: and nine, yeah. four and nine. They gave him plenty of opportunities. Southern California guy, right? He's USC guy, wasn't he? Yeah.
8: The uh,
6: the mascot St. Louis, and then he they yeah. moved to LA, and he was that's good. true.
8: Yeah, the mascot fight there. The uh, the I. I never got into I mean it, we got into a little bit How pushing you and shoving I never get into a fight you, you had in to college advantage. in college oh, yeah you did, in college right? not the yes. pros okay. in the pros everybody you don't you don't you have don't the, get a fucking mask out there yeah. and, and there's no other mask you're also an adult and you're like hey this will be funnier if we pretend yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we actually yeah. start swinging at each other that's fair but in college uh, the Miami Hurricanes they were the worst you go down there uh-huh. and they would they would tell you when you go to your a visiting game uh, in college they tell you stay in front of your fans you go to that stadium like here's your fans you have the corner your cheerleaders and your mascot, you stay here. Okay. You don't go walking around this stadium. Right. For your safety and our fans and whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, down in the Orange Bowl, the old Orange Bowl, I heard that. They were like, you got to stay in front of your fans. Well, what do you think I did?
6: You went everywhere. Of course.
8: Yeah. I'm like, no, I, I I work the crowd. We have some fans, other places. So I go over towards their sideline. Sebastian, and, the Ibis didn't like that. No, their student section didn't like it. They start chucking ice Good at Good for them. They should. I, I think they should. Yeah. So I purposely stood right in the middle of their cheerleaders. So all the ice is pelting their, their cheerleaders. <laughs> always
6: up to no good. cat.
8: So their cheerleaders are getting pelted. Then security comes and you know, says, hey, you got to go back over to your side. I yeah. walk back over to my side. I should have okay. cuffed you. Cool. I'm the first quarter. Well, in, in college, when you're on the road. You don't have two mascots. You're, you have to do the whole game by yourself. At yeah. home, you split between the guys oh. who are all doing it. All right. Miami would always wait until the fourth quarter with every team. And I checked all the other guys in our conference stuff. Every single team. Mascot Ibis,
1: banter, Dan. There's a Ibis little sub
8: Ibis would wait until the fourth quarter because he knew that's when he was fresh. It was a brand new Ibis. Yes. And he knew you were going to be worn out in that Miami Heat. So Wonderful. he'd come over to mess with you. Yes. So I had known this from my the t- last time there. And I get, it's my first year here, 96 or so. And the mascot who was at Tech, uh, I'd trained the guy. So I go down to the Miami game, Miami Virginia Tech. I'm down there. He comes over and I'm like, hey, man, watch out. Fourth quarter, you know Ibis is going to come mess with you. Sure enough, fourth quarter, here he comes. I'm like, yo, Todd, here he comes. Eddie turns, Todd was one Ibis comes up, sprays silly string on him, and Todd just lost it. Those two hits you saw from Sparty or from Sparky or whatever, mm-hmm. Todd, he just drills the, the Ibis and he's pounding him and then all of a sudden realizes, uh oh. Apparently the person inside, like it I've got this might have the- broken a nose.
6: Well, this is 1996 I have. Virginia Tech suspended another hokey bird accused of fighting. Yeah. This time the banished student dresses as a team's mascot hokey bird. There it is. Todd Miroldo. Yeah, Todd Miroldo. There it is, my boy. who dressed as a hokey bird for Saturday's (laughs) game against Miami, was suspended for the rest of the season for punching Sebastian the Ibis. Yeah. The hokey bird has been suspended for contract (laughs) detrimental to the game, said Danny Monk, the assistant athletic director. Uh, But we will have a backup bird, yes, for the rest of the season. Good.
8: It was only a couple games. He got. He had to sit out a game. What is something. the name of the bird?
6: Earlier, at, by the Hokey way, Hokey Bird. Hokey Bird. That's yeah, just your. That's yeah. your just name. Your Hokey Bird. bird. earlier Hokey
8: this bird. month, seven
6: Virginia Tech football players and one former player was suspended for one game or more after they were charged with beating up a university track athlete.
8: I mean, why we got to go there? I mean, what we why why do we do? I got to put I'm that just in just the same the article. This is Mean Streets the story of Virginia Ibis started it. Ibis started that one. I He came over to this. He came over to the Tech sideline. That fight didn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, Miami under, was still Miami's good son. then too. They still had swagger, Bands right? They battling yeah. bird. <laughs> <laughs> Miami <laughs> won their national uh, last, what o
1: two last Natty for is Miami. Todd,
8: did Todd Moroldo go into the biz? He did. He did. W- I what got is him. He? I got him the gig at uh, the Carolina Panthers when he graduated. Super. He, he was Sir Pur for a little bit. Okay, and then now he is still still Sacramento Kings. Slamson. He is still the mascot for the Sacramento Kings right now. Moroldo's my just dude won't is give still it up. Getting after. Hey, John Maroldo, I, please. Uh, a year or so young. I'm 48 and a half. He's got to be a year younger than me. Wow. Yeah. Still out there doing. Slamson. Slamson from the. There was uh, no
6: golden parachute like shark for <laughs> Cody waiting on him. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
8: yeah, I say some people. We all choose our own paths. All
6: right. Yeah. Listen. Uh, <laughs> the five pack didn't go
8: well last week. Not for you. Oh. I mean, I was two and three. It wasn't great. Jeff was two and three. Everybody out there, Googans, we apologize. The to your, is one Your game. Christmas I bonuses mean, why, are gone.
6: I mean, uh, the, the explosion of not for you is a little harsh. I, I didn't, think I didn't you are anything. stepping into the world of the NFL, where once again you went 0 uh, oh, and oh, and two. Yeah. So we got some, you're probably some a little nervous. Their chops
8: a little bit. Yeah. We got some breathing room. Faye and I got a little bit of breathing room. Did we? Did what? Yeah. I, what are we at now? I don't He's, even at even. Uh-huh. He's at even. Uh huh. And I'm at seven. He's at even. You're at six. I'm at five. Okay. It's not so that it's three just, games ahead of you. It's yeah. not.
1: I just don't want to be last. I don't even care about winning. Yeah. It's
8: not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I already got to spin once.
1: Yeah.
6: you and By
1: went, the way, college yeah. is gone for him this that's week. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
8: Now wait, I don't have to spin got, yet. We're not out of it. We're not. We're not mathematically eliminated. The Jags, no, you don't
1: have if to the spin Jags, yet. If the Jags, Jags went <laughs> if they win every game <laughs> the rest of the year, they'll make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I
8: think I read that. So this is right where we were in '96. But I still think that
1: that's flawed. I think Tennessee would also have to lose another one for that to happen. But I'm not positive. Yeah, that'll all all end on Sunday. By the way, yeah, yeah. By the way, I know how this ends Sunday, don't you? Yeah, we're not beating Tennessee. No, No, we've reached that point of the season where the Jags realize they're the Jags. They just got thumped at Detroit in embarrassment. They'll play hard. Yeah, like we'll play better than we normally oh, yeah. do at Tennessee. It oh, won't yeah. be thirty-seven seventeen. Right, we'll actually stay in the game and we'll lose it late, like twenty-four
6: to twenty. I agree. Yeah, that's
8: how I want. I want to say. I want to say we're going to win this one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I, this is I, nobody expected last week. I think this week is the same way. We don't expect. Everybody expects us to lose. Yeah. Um, so, we'll probably come out and win. Sure. But, you go ahead and pick yeah, I don't that. think we're ready right, for that. Go ahead and
6: take that in the pack. My dream is trying to get to six wins. He tried th- to make me take the Jags this week, and I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't bite. See
1: that? That's why. That's why. Yeah.
6: My dream <laughs> is to get to six wins, and the only way that I can somehow get to six wins is I'm counting on beating Houston, which I shouldn't. We've lost to them eight or nine times in a row. That just happened another day uh, recently. Another team that has that other team's number, and you sit there, and then in amazement how, oh, it was, the but the Bucks came back and won, but the Saints were going to beat the Bucks again in Tampa. Um, so my hope is we beat Houston, and then my hope is that the last game, Tennessee's locked in, in the, as the four seed because they won't be able to move because they'll be division champs, but they can't go up or down. And so they'll just cash in that last game and let us win that one. There and we then go. we'll get to six. The craziest line. That's my dream. You always see a weird line every week. Yeah.
1: And I have this fear. You, yeah, you mentioned times, that one. I- I'll... I'll Bet the weird line just because, well, that makes sense. So obviously they're onto something. I did it with like the Army Cincinnati or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Some game Mm -hmm. didn't make any sense. The Panthers play at the Seahawks, and the Seahawks are three point favorites. Does not make a lick of sense. Hmm. What about the Lions Vikings? That makes sense to me. I think the Lions will win. Five and seven against 10 and two. Yeah, what are you playing now? How are you playing now? You know, I think the Lions win that game. I wouldn't bet it. Uh, The Vikings won last week.
8: I know. Hey, I got to tell you guys, uh, yes. shark coatings. Uh, yes. A little story at the house. Okay. Um, I got shark coatings at the house because uh, I know a guy. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm having a little project in the backyard. Okay. It's
6: anything uh, concrete, you know, pools, patios.
8: There you go. Also, also, But I'm doing a little project in the backyard, and, and the shark coatings area, it's, a, it's an RV port, whatever, is between the area where the, the guys who are working, they got to drive a big old bobcat with, like, huge tracks on it and stuff. So they got to drive over the shark coatings back and forth with dirt and all these things. Not a scratch. Nothing. Wow. This thing, Just thing back and forth all over it, moving back and forth. The guys from uh, First Coast Outdoor Solutions, uh, big, huge. Ten-year-old me would be psyched about this. I got a putting green in the backyard. Oh, fellas. you did that, huh? Putting green in the backyard. Like, I didn't – is it I artificial it. turf, yeah, I guess, yeah. right? Always it, wanted it.
1: What is it raw? Do you like this is a kind of a, a very specific question, so it may go over some people's uh, you know meter? Yeah, whatever. I is find it?
8: I'll I'll be working on that today. So yeah. they, they put can the inf- you make it more or less or Absolutely. No? Yeah. Can. They put the infill in, the sand on, on top, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they can put the more sand they put in, the more the faster it'll roll mm-hmm. and the more like uh, less oh. bounce it'll have. The shark coatings know you traded this out? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. But it was a good. I'm telling you, it was a good test on the shark coating because I was. It was a huge bobcat I coming in you. with dirt. Yeah. I'm sitting there going, "Sure, should we put a tarp down?" I was like, nah, let's test All it. Right. Let's do it. Not there a scratch." Go. So, but uh, yeah, props to them. I got the last night, big Jeff. You'll understand this part. The holes. I'm, I got five holes. I'm putting in it. Okay, how big to is it? A, is it the
1: size of this studio or less? Uh, pretty, pretty close to this. Yeah,
8: yeah. So where the holes go? Huge decision. Oh, I'm out yeah. there last night till oh, eleven yeah, o'clock. You want to have yeah. some different. And yeah. You're like and once they go in, they're in. Can you build it in
1: today's day and age? I don't know if technology do you build the a, a practice screen like that with some slope in it or do you, is yeah. it flat? Yeah.
8: I put one little I put one little ridge in it to to have some breaks on a short putt and mm-hmm. then just kind of send it. But they from Sounds like I you might ta-
1: be interested in actually starting to play golf a little bit more. I th- well,
8: I'm trying to see that's there's now you're seeing where yeah. the angle is. If I can get the kids addicted to it. Yeah then they're going to ask to go to the golf course yeah and then you can play every a lot. weekend and then i can go play a right, lot Cool, i like so it. shout out first course first course Sh- outdoor shark solutions.
6: floor solutions Sharkfloorcoatings.com for all your information cat always good to see him my yeah man. fellas
8: all right, get we'll that get that gift of floor
6: all right we'll be back at custom tree surgeon's thursday this is a new hit song it's
1: called
6: la, la 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 barbie stay away from that killer he's on the loose ooh, ooh, ooh. La 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 Barbie He's gonna cut your head off if you give him a ride.
2: Oh, uh, we gonna remix that thing. <laughs>
1: you know, the cartel has gotten La Barbie. Okay, he's. I I have come to the conclusion that the streets of Florida are safe, or as safe I as they so. are with. I hope know. so. We just wanted to I make sure everybody's aware of that. By Barbie yeah, mm. to dance. You want to dance with La Barbie? Mm-mm. Yeah, you don't want to dance with that cat. Mm. No. Do no. you? Uh, this is an interesting... I I like this. Yes. I like this storyline, and, and sometimes it'll frustrate you if uh, he's your guy. Like, say you have a football player, and or a baseball player, whatever your favorite team is, and for two or three years, the guy doesn't do anything, and then it gets to contract year, and suddenly he's a superstar. So there are players around the NFL. Now, it's not always the case. Sometimes it's like a, you know, it, you deserve better. Josh Jacobs, for example, right? He's been terrific since he came into the league. He probably deserved to get that fifth-year option picked up, and now that it has it, the Raiders are going to pay. Because <clears throat> they're either going to lose him or they're going to pay because he's going to get paid. He leads the league in rushing. Well, here are the guys so far this year having the best contract years. Okay, all right, and boy, they ring true when I read some of these names to you. Right, Geno Smith. How many millions of dollars has Geno Smith made this year? Yeah, that's great.
6: Right, for, I mean, this for, you're you know talking what, about. A guy, you gotta love that too because that's a guy 50. who. That's a guy who sat around and sat around and sat around and just. Yeah, good for him. They're saying that he's probably going to get about $35 million. Uh, financial benchmark, they say, would be Kirk Cousins about $35 million a year. I guess the question that I would ask is, does Geno Smith... Remember when Geno Smith had those numbers in college, by the way, at West Virginia? Right, which oh, stupid. Just like off 40 touchdowns and two picks and, yeah. or something. Yeah, it was like... He was like one of the first guys to like... And he wasn't
1: like, ready. I think New York chewed him up. He went to the wrong he team. He went
6: 42-6 and six his senior year. 71% of his passes. It was like... You know, he was like the first to go to that next level that like like Tua and Mac Jones and all these guys seem to hit now. But uh nonetheless, yeah, he 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 yeah, he was, you know, he he knocked a guy, he broke a guy's jaw, didn't he? Yeah, or, or his was broken, one of the two. Yeah. Geno Smith had a game at West Virginia. Where is it? I remember he had like yeah. Against Baylor. Geno Smith went. Are you ready for this? Yeah, forty-five of fifty-one. That's eighty-eight percent. That's fifty-one throws he completed forty-five for six hundred fifty-six yards, eight touchdowns, and no picks.
1: Yeah, oh my god! No, he had, unbel- but but yeah, again, as a and by the way, he he evaluated out of the first round, didn't he? When he ended up being a second rounder. Yeah. I think you like top of the second even yeah. like close but anyway to to the point but anyway he's having a great This year. is a guy who would have been a like 6 million dollar quarterback right he did a backup, backup guy, yeah. yeah keep backing up make 6 8 maybe 9 10 million dollars and now he's going to get a big deal and quite frankly he deserves it Geno Smith has more uh games of a 100 passer rating this year than anybody in the league including Mahomes and all the other ones I mean, he's been yeah he's been terrific been terrific um by the way 72 he's, it, it, he's been kind of uh West Virginia geno ish. Seventy two percent completion percentage, Dan, twenty two touchdowns, six picks. He just he's been like fantastic. All right, on to the next guy, Josh Jacobs. The Raiders Whoa, the Raiders is gonna regret declining that fifth year option. All of, uh, That would have given him a fully guaranteed $8 million uh, next year. Now he's become the NFL Offensive Player of the Year candidate. He leads the NFL with 1,303 rushing yards. He leads the NFL with 1,634 rushing and receiving that combined. Had a terrific year. Ten, uh, if, ten, if
6: the Raiders were 8-4 and four instead of 5-7, and seven, he'd be an MVP candidate.
1: There are eight running backs in the NFL with contracts averaging $12 million per year or more. All of the deals were for players to remain with their own teams. So we'll see if the Raiders now are were the big losers could have had him next year for a fully guaranteed $8 million. Now it's going to take some sort of package, you know, probably averaging at least $10. Mm-hmm. They'll get totally killed because of the position. Yeah. Um, and then some more that you might not really recognize as much because they're not scoring the touchdowns and piling up the yards. But Deron Payne of the Commanders apparently had a real good year. Okay. Um, he's, his calling card had been stopping the run until this year, but he's now he's elevated as a pass rusher. He's, he's playing under the fifth-year option. But he um, has a career high eight and a half sacks already, which is, you know, so those would be three of the best examples of guys, um, you know, maxing out at the right time, right? If you're going to have a great year, it will be the year going into the contract year. And this is where you also hope if you're the team that signs these guys that you get that guy because that happens too. Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit earlier. Um, Did you see the sneakers, by the way, that Trey wore last night? I, uh, some, the, some, King of Broadway or King something? King of Broadway, yeah.
6: yeah. Trey didn't have a, a whole lot of help last night. He didn't play great either. He but, didn't play great. Yeah. That's, he is the best, though, at that little yeah. quick shot. that yeah. He gets past his yeah. first guy and just flips it up. Yeah. And, uh.
1: he's, he's, he's a fantastic player. They. I saw his comments. We'll be fine when we get all our guys back. And in fairness to Atlanta, who lost by like 100 to the Knicks last night. I mean, they were without three starters. They're best best players Uh, anyway. Well, They'll be fine. I would be happy to be content to play the Knicks in a postseason series in a few months. I think that would be a nice guaranteed advance to the next round. Eat your ass by 40. Mm, Yeah. Well, good for you. Congratulations. All right, let's take a break. I want to come back. What do you mean let's take a break? We're just warming up. Well, when we come back on the other side, Uh listen, I understand the cynical ears who will hear what I'm about to say. You can't win on the field. You better win in recruiting. But what Billy Napier scooped up yesterday if you've been paying attention may end up being the most important signee that he has his entire career there no how no, no matter how long he lasts and and the reason uh for that is because of the research that we've done and we'll share that with you when we come back on the other side uh and much more here it's a custom tree surgeons thursday you're listening to the drill on 1010 xl 92.5 fm all right we're back it's custom tree surgeons thursday dan how can i say this understanding that it's far from an exact science the world of recruiting but I think when you combine a number of factors, quarterback play is better than it's ever been. Kids are efficient at the position, you know, in 7th, 8th grade because of all the background, the instruction, what they're getting. The, the, the position never been more important in, in the sport of football. At all levels, high school, college, and pro, you rely more, you count on more, and you allow your quarterback more opportunity to throw than ever in the history of football. And, and, and teams at all levels are being rewarded. Young guys come in, they excel right away. Okay. That's And at the very least, if highly touted, they excel ultimately. Not all the time, but most of the time. And I, I say this because Billy Napier went and got the number one dual threat quarterback in not this year's class, but next year. He's a okay. junior. He'll be a senior. And so I got to think, well, what does that exactly mean, right? In my mind, I think, well, Brock Berlin wasn't all that hot. Mm-hmm. That was also 20-something years ago. Mm -hmm. So here, according to the composites, this is the 24-7 composite. So using all the different recruiting services and analyses, Mm -hmm. these are the number one quarterbacks over the past few years. So if you got the number one prospect, this is who you got in 2020. And I'll just do the dual threat because he's not a pro style. I'm not going to give him credit for being Trevor Lawrence when that's not how he'll play. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh this year, the uh, or twenty twenty rather, the top dual threat quarterback was Bryce Young. Pretty good. In twenty eighteen, it was Justin Fields. Okay. In twenty seventeen, it was Tua. Okay. In twenty fifteen, it was Kyler Murray. In twenty fourteen, it was Deshaun Watson. In twenty thirteen, nobody you know, but
6: twenty twelve, it's Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. And at 2011, it's at you the know very what's least funny is Jeff some of the Triscoll. guys you're naming were dual threats going into high school. They ain't really dual threat quarterbacks, not anymore. But yeah. at the time,
1: that's what they yeah. were.
6: Yeah. But you're right. I thought that too. In fact,
1: you could argue that Trevor Lawrence is more dual threat than some of the dual threats from earlier, yeah. right? But that's what Jameis was listed at. Yeah. When, that's how he was recruited. If, yeah. we were, if we could go to the pro style quarterback from those same, yeah, uh, you know, fascinating. So, point being, you know, there used to be a perception of yay rah rah, we got a great recruit. Well, there's a more reality when it comes to this position and getting that higher recruit at that position. I mean, to me, it points to ultimately, when you look back on Billy Napier and his time here, maybe the most important commitment he ever gets because he's getting at the most important position from who is. It's, this is Arch Manning, only it's not Arch Manning. Right. I don't know, so that kind of excitement and that kind of, you know, boost you could give the program, it's, it's important. Meanwhile, they'll try this, this, this big offensive lineman going to announce today, I think hmm That Florida have a chance? You know, if there is hope in Gainesville that this year's recruiting class could end up maybe sixth.
6: They're talking top five. Yeah. yeah, if they could, that would be huge. I mean, obviously, Florida needs to. Doesn't
1: it mean more that there's no results to sell? Doesn't that speak to maybe a baseline of a of an environment you've created? I think that-
6: it tells me that he knows how to recruit. Wait, sure. or you throw?
1: But is it fair to say? Gosh, if you could throw some, re- like if he does like Must Champ does and goes eleven and one in year two, uh-huh. no matter how it happens. And I don't think that's happening, by the way, but just say it did. Yeah. Are you talking—could you not then immediately see the Kirby smart bump where Kirby immediately well, became expect top to. one or two recruiting every— I mean, that's why Georgia's Georgia. They have the top two or three recruiting class every year. Yeah.
6: 100%. Yeah. 100%. I was looking at this um, questions and answers as we do some draft talk with the Jags at 4-8, and eight. top prospects, quarterback class, risers. I told you earlier, Kuyper says there's three number one first-round picks. Young, Stroud, Levis, right? Uh, Young is the favorite to be number one. Similar to Kyler Murray, his size will be talked about endlessly all the way up to draft day. And by the way, this affects us because it's Houston with the pick. Um, I don't know if he said – is he playing in the bowl game? Is he announced yet one way or the other? Levis pulled out of the bowl game yesterday. I don't know if Young is playing or not. I haven't I, – he strikes me as the type that would, but I don't no. know. What does Stroud do best? Throw with touch to all levels of the field. He's, he's got, got strong one. No, he's got young. By the way, it speaks to the bowl system that I couldn't even tell you what bowl
1: Alabama's in. The playoff sure, has man. just... I know, but I'm yeah. just saying. I don't know who they're playing. Well, they play Oregon, maybe? Who is it? Yeah. Uh, uh,
6: Kansas State. McShay okay. has uh, Hendon Hooker as the quarterback. Four in the class, despite the torn ACL. The wild card, according to Jordan Reed, easy. Anthony Richardson, as we talked about. Um, potential off the charts. six four two thirty two Arm runner. Very raw and inconsistent. Uh, he'll be the ultimate project prospect, but while he is still developing a lot of the key ingredients it takes to be successful, there's no questioning his traits and upside. He's like Josh Allen, man, coming out, except yeah. a, b- a little bit. They draft better. that. They draft that upside.
1: Yeah, they do, and that's why. Piper going...
6: says it's a great, fun group of quarterbacks. After those four, it's Michael Penix. So he's returning Max Duggan, Bo Nix, Jake Hayner from Fresno State. Jaron Hall from BYU. What about Jaden Daniels? There's a lot of different intriguing people. Yeah. Which team's likely picking in the top ten will go with a quarterback? Texans, Panthers, Lions, Colts? I don't think the Lions should be in the quarterback game. Said the Falcons could also go back to the quarterback well. Yeah, and, well.
1: and if it depends on how, how you pick. Yeah. yeah, but I hate when you spend a second or three, a relatively high pick on a
6: quarterback and then two years. That's what Carolina kept doing. Remember that? Here's the good news for the Jags. Although we'll screw it up. Sounds like we'll see a lot of quarterbacks. Is it the deepest position? No, it's the edge rusher. We'll see. Yeah. I'm sure we'll, we'll ta- take the wrong one. I'm sure we'll take the guy
1: with all the athletic traits. Uh, no outside
6: linebacker, so. Will Anderson, Nolan Smith of Georgia, Ojalari from LSU, the Army kid's still in there. The kid, There's a kid from Washington. Those are the outside linebackers in 3-4. Three, 4-3 four, four, three DNs, Wilson of Tech, Van Ness of Iowa, Verse from FSU, Foskey from Notre Dame, Zach Harrison from Ohio State, Derek Hall from Auburn. Draft talk! Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we struck a nerve with the uh, – is that um,
1: the extent of it with Richardson? He's basically that's what – he's looked at like what we know he is. He's a wild card. He's a risk-reward guy in the they NFL. They say the
6: wide receiver class is almost disappointing. No Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, or Jamison Williams. They like – it's Addison Njigba, and not Jigba and Quentin Johnston.
1: I'm not taking in Jigba. Dude, dude sprained a pinky toe. The first week of the season, didn't play all year. Yeah, don't he want him. Tanked. Yeah, not doing it. Is Marvin Harrison Jr. coming out yet? Mm, is this he, his second year. Yeah, I don't know. I he think may it's not be second year enough. I don't he's, know. He's um, uh, real quickly. By the way, they've become wide receiver. You, but if you look at the NFL offensive rookie of the year standings, it's pretty much Garrett Wilson and Olave, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. and and now these two look. The Enigma Smith looks intriguing, but gosh, he didn't play all year. It bothers me. Uh, Our talk about mascots, uh, Scrapping, has recalled some uh, memories for people on the text line. Oh, okay. I was Albert back in the 90s. Hey, what up, Albert? I got in a fight with Aubie. He punched the half-inch plywood chest plate of Albert's head and broke his hand. Oh, good. Right. Good. Uh, Here's another. Uh, 1998, FSU versus Florida game in the Doak. Oh, yeah. FSU cheerleader tackled Albert the Gator in the south end zone. FSU cheerleader had to write a letter of apology to retain its eligibility and continue at college. I watched it. It was most enjoyable. Let the mascots have a tumble. Go Knowles. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I'm telling you, fans would love it. 30 seconds. Let's go. I'm, I'm down with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. LaBarbie is continuing to dominate the uh, landscape here. Oh, oh yeah. He's, he's on the loose. We're hoping he's in Mexico. I think the cartel doesn't mess around and just leave him hanging. That's my guess. I think if LaBarbie gets out of prison, there's a lot of people along the chain that know and they're ready. Uh, before we get
6: Joe, Yu, and he's standing on deck. Meanwhile,
1: the dude watching the gate, he's got to get fired. Yeah.
6: Puck talk. Tage Thompson, five oh, goals so. last night for the Buffalo Sabres. Didn't he? He got like four in the first period. Damn. Yeah. Uh, they were up nine to two after two. Was Buffalo I suddenly that. good or no? I don't think. Did they Buffalo are. have one of the best players and they either they traded, traded him? Michael. Eichel? Yeah. yeah. He's gone. Where'd but he the, go? He went to I believe Vegas, where the Rangers last night went into Vegas and took down the mighty Golden oh. Knights. That was a big win for the the Broadway Blues have been struggling of late. So, very excited about that. That's what they are. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, uh, real quick on the Sabes. They are, uh, yeah, they're at the bottom still. They're in second to last place in the Atlantic Division. Mm. They're 12 and 13, though. They're not that bad. They're not as bad as they've been. They have 25
1: points. The the Flames have, you know, been kind of mediocre, although they are 13 and 10 with 29 points. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That that looks like that would probably get them in at the bottom of the. Yeah. West bracket. I don't know why we refer to them. I yeah, because they're Calgary. They're my favorite team. They're not your favorite team. For many, many years, I've watched. Joe, Gunner. you
6: has some explaining to do.
1: Things are so now?
6: bad in Miami that their players are now hitting the portal and going to FSU. Oh boy! I mean, what in mm. the hell, Joe? You wow. top
3: of the morning, boys. <laughs> top of the morning. I mean, that what guys? Uh, I mean, guy's we... mom is sick. He's from Quincy, and he's his mom is sick, and uh, okay, his high school coach is on staff at FSU, so it makes sense. He's a good player. He started twelve games for us. For you. You can't blame a guy, you know. All right,
6: all right, all right. Yeah. So. Way to girl, make me feel bad, Joe. You.
3: <laughs> Monday night, girl, I got a few things. Monday night, man, I was, I was in Tampa, Some them people was leaving in the middle of the fourth quarter. Oh and yeah. You know how Publix gives away the free T-shirts? I was, I was telling them, at least I got those nifty T-shirts. Yeah. And then we left. But then Mark Ingram, Bro, I said, cut! I don't know why we bought him back. He in into Cincinnati. I mean, the, uh, oh, you were Ohio. mad at in
6: Ingram? That was, uh, that was bad.
3: He went, uh. Did they explain it? I mean, what did with, with, uh, the Monday night I haven't gone? No, back to the Monday TV.
6: night crew I don't think I was watching the game, I was at work. I don't think they made a big deal out of what happened. It it was egregious and we talked about it. Um I showed it to the guys here and, and they were stunned yeah, at what he did. It was clear cowardice. I mean, I don't know how right. else to say it. <laughs> that, I mean, exactly. That accurately describes
3: that completely. But um hey man, it's been one of those years for the thing. Been um, one of those years. Even the library had a big drop early on. Ball hit him. You know, the dread rocket played pretty pretty well. Uh, I thought I gave I'll you credit for it. driving
1: all the way to Tampa to watch a team that you know is bad and probably wasn't going to win, except for the history over the Bucks. I guess that I helps. know we beat
3: them last time. Me and my yeah. boys from high school go. There's a
1: group That's of fun. us that have been going for
3: 12 years. But my my class, the 86 guy, we've been going oh, this our second year. Speaking of one of the guys is, is the CIA. I asked him. I said, "Bro, did you broker this deal? we, we got the biggest." arms deal in the world. For yeah, we should have got more. He, and I'm glad Grider's nah, home he at said. all. Here's, but, what he but, said. Yeah. here's what he said. He said, he said we're going to get the Marine guy. He said, but right now, he said, we got everything. That guy's been in jail 14 years. We've got every piece of information out of him that we could want wanted. So, right. that was the best deal on the table. He's you out know, of his prime now, too.
1: His, his death merchant, you know, mer- merchant status is going to be affected now. He's a little longer in the tooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you send Liam Neeson exactly. after him if not. That's all.
3: And guess who's sitting atop the NBA West,
1: boys? Wait till that's they move us. Pels, guys. Pels, yeah. yeah. Good. Wait just... till they. And we
3: play Phoenix uh, tomorrow. We play them tomorrow and Sunday. Phoenix got so absolutely jackhammered
1: by Boston last it. night. Yeah, I saw that. Right, we we can, go, so I can, can, I can actually. Maybe
6: they were missing starters don't, don't too. Don't poison.
1: Don't poison it too bad, Joe. You, because I can actually pull for the Pels. I like Zion in that they're, team. They're so. fun to watch, man. Just ratchet ratchet down. You know, ratchet down okay, your okay. embellishment a little bit so you don't ruin it for me.
3: Here's the thing. They make uh, uh, it all about Zion on ESPN, yeah. but if you watch him, man, I mean, that kid, Alvarado, he had 38 points the other night. Georgia he's Tech undrafted. pride
1: right there, baby. That's Georgia Tech. That's right. Yeah. He's
3: a hell, a hell of a, hell of a, hell of a, hell of a, hell of an
1: engineer. He's a hell of a point so, guard, uh, too, yeah. yeah. Little dude. Little. GTA? I think he's also – he's yeah. a, this guy's all over GTA. my heart, dude. I think he's also Berrique. I think he's Puerto Rican, too. He I is? believe so, yeah. 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 I'm rolling with that. He, I'll ride or one. I'll ride or die with Alvarado, man. I got Georgia Tech Puerto Rican. I mean, it's like my dad. It's like Holmes all over again.
2: He'll stand in the corner and hide and kind of like like blend in and just come behind you and steal the ball. I, I like him. Yeah, yeah, I
1: know, right? That's that's his
3: little go to move. Yeah, it's a fun team, man. So, lastly, man, I hope this thing I mean, we're going to be drafting probably maybe thirteen to fourteen, Bruh, We don't need to be drafting no quarterbacks that that are projects.
1: You know what I'm saying? Aren't, this, the hold on, get... aren't the Saints 4-9? and nine? Or no? Are you 4-9 and nine now? What's uh, the record? I think so. You're, yeah. not, if you're drafting better than 14 is my point. If you're 4-9, yeah. and nine, you'll be like 5 or 6. Yeah.
3: My point is that we don't need to draft AR. I mean, I want the kid to, you know, make his way
1: and do oh, well. Maybe, and yeah. and anything. I'd be too But nah, bro. Somebody 15. has a good idea. Thank you, Josie. Somebody has a good idea on the, on the uh, text line. Uh-huh. Or a, a, maybe not a good idea, but something might consider.
7: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, Anthony Richardson, especially since where they're going to be drafting, to the Giants, and you look at what Dayball did with Josh Allen. Yeah, right. We're doing the comparison of Anthony Richardson and Josh yeah. Allen, and Ryan Dayball certainly, I, I would has been given a lot of credit for Josh Allen's uh, you know emergence and and development. So, um, Jamar Chase skipped his last year. He worked out okay. Yeah, that's true. I'm not talking about whether or not Smith and Jigba played this year. It was the fact that he didn't seem to want to.
6: You know, one other item before we head to break. It's tough to be a first in the sport of bowling. Is it? Well, it's been around for 127 years. Like William Knox, Billy Knox of Philly, was the first to shoot the first 300 game in 1913 in Toledo. Jack Biendilio, rolled the first televised PBA 300 in 1967. Jeremy Sonnenfeld recorded the initial 900 series in 1997. But this first may be, one of the greatest or for some the strangest three hundreds ever bowled. Last Saturday, Jimmy Cripps, Pleasant View, Tennessee became the first bowler to throw a sanctioned three hundred bowling backwards. I mean, do you know what this is? Cause I got news for you know, my my
1: you know, my uh-huh, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. the win- my windmill, right, is is the hole in one. You know, my bucket list is the hole in one. I want to get the hole in one. I promise you, there's a lot of recreational bowlers out there, and that's theirs. Theirs is to get that 300. Buffalo Tom has had like 299, Hick. You know, those guys bowl
6: in leagues. Buffalo just like, Tom's never had a 300? No, he's had a 299, as high as he had. And, oh, and uh, Bob, the builder, remember Bobbo? Buffalo, also, wait, so Buffalo Tom shot a 299. A 299 yes. means you choked on the last that's, ball. He got a nine on the last one. And oh. you know what's really, really weird about that? This oh. was like 10 years ago. And these dudes I don't mean
1: that in a mean way, no, Buffalo Tom. But no, but Much Buffalo respect Tom for 299. It, it wasn't just Buffalo Tom, but Bobo, they bowled on the same league team. We mm-hmm. lived in Manor at the time, and I had just happened mm-hmm. to run over there and hang out and drink a couple of beers while they bowled. So I was there when Buffalo Tom made his run.
6: Oh, you, you haven't mean, been back. I have not been back. You know, perhaps, perhaps you were yeah. a lucky charm. I, I don't know. Uh, 44-year-old Jimmy Cripps says, I've been chasing this for 20 years. It was a solid game because I only had one hit light and another a little heavy in the pocket. His record-setting day almost didn't happen as a pesky splinter in his thumb made him questionable. Who is this? The guy who bowled a three hundred oh, game backwards? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I don't.
1: So that's a thing bowling. So in other words, he stands with his back to the pins and just lets it go. I'm assuming so. Yeah, that's kind of weird. That's yeah. got to be luck, doesn't it? I mean, you can't. Are you? By yeah. the way, if you could, you could win a lot of money in bar bets. Hey, man, I'll just go.
6: I'll bowl you. I'll beat you, you I'll, backwards. I'll beat you backwards. Yeah, you would take that, right? Even if you're not sure a bowler, you'd say, "Okay, sure, you will." Yeah. Oh, the Eagles kind of like kind of like the guy we played uh, golf with the other day who took out a golfer who was yeah yeah played him with a putter played him with him. a putter he shot an eighty nine yeah
1: I believe after playing with him believable
6: yes yeah
1: oh, by the way just don't forget the Eagles own the Saints pick oh that fifth pick so they'll be fifth they would the get Eagles. the Eagles are going to have this year and they're going to get that draft pick of the of the so the Saints, Saints. don't have a pick. I think they may be swapped with the Eagles. Oh, okay. I think. I don't know. I don't remember what trade was. Maybe in a draft trade or something. I don't know how this exists. The Eagles haven't gotten anyone from New Orleans that would give that kind of, or New Orleans haven't gotten anyone from Philly that would get that kind of compensation. Right? I missed it. Maybe it goes through Tennessee for A.J. Brown. I don't know. It's a blockbuster. You know, how do they have that?
6: Um... How do they have that Eagles pick? added more draft capital. They traded the 16th and 19th picks, so, along with a sixth-round pick for next year in the 2022, in exchange for five draft picks from the Saints. They got the 18th overall pick in the 2022, yeah, good and a first-round pick from New Orleans in 2023. Yeah, that's how. So it was a draft day deal. Yeah. Wow, that's a good one. That was all trade picks swapping around, and now, dude, Mike on the
1: text line. Yeah. Humble brag. I've shot three 300s this season. Well, that doesn't. Really? Bo- yeah, that doesn't bother me because I don't. You know, I don't. Did he say I've shot? Yeah.
6: Have you do you shoot 300s or do you
1: roll three hundreds? Well, if he's got three of them, I'm going to assume that he's using the proper terminology. You would think so? I would say rolled. Is that correct? I would say
6: rolled or bowled. Does bold. that sound right to you? I've shot three three hundreds. It doesn't to me.
2: It don't sound right.
6: If the guy I has think you say I've bowled or I've rolled. If the guy has if the guy actually I'm just has asking a bowling well, person.
1: Well, here's I see, I kind of infer by the fact he's telling me he has three three hundreds
6: that he is a bowling person. Well, that's that's correct. So that's what I mean. Yeah. Or he's lying. And we've <laughs> caught him in a lie. Yeah, well, because you don't shoot you bowl or I, roll? Do you see? I don't know. I, but maybe we could give do another couple bowl, of either confirmations roll. or I need some confirmation from the bowl. I mean, you shoot a score. What did you? What did you shoot? Maybe you did. Yeah. What did you shoot? I shot two and ninety. Bowling is a target sport and recreational activity in which a player rolls a ball toward pins in bowling or another target. We know all
1: that. I mean, well, wow. well, we're gonna do some research. This is the kind of stuff we bogged down in. We'll be back. <laughs> May not get next. an answer.
6: All right. Appreciate the uh, Googans letting us know that it's okay to shoot a score in bowling. Yeah. Most uh, that
1: don't play especially use roll or bowl or throw even. The shoot mm-hmm. is not maybe the most common, but it certainly doesn't indicate that you're so bowl, trying to get one over.
6: So, Bowler Mike, you're you're yeah. a cocky so-and-so, but Are, you're correct. I don't think he's cocky. Hey, three 300s. Uh, he says, I'm uh, uh,
1: the latest from the text on the very last one we've gotten, there have right. been a bunch. Uh, I'm a bowler. I've heard shot or I've rolled both used. Okay. It's not Good. as odd as it sounded to us.
2: What's the highest y'all ever run? 222.
1: In the twos. I don't know. I didn't mark it. Okay. I'm it straight. Like,
6: I'm not doing anything fancy. Yeah, me too. No English? No, none. No. It's like free throws, <laughs> man. It's like, it's like kicking 25-yard field goals. <laughs> right you the middle. hit the center pin and hope for the— me- yeah, I can hit the center pin a lot, but it doesn't always knock them all down. That's what I got in bowling. All right, uh, time for a little Dear Abby. We need some advice here. I'm good at this. Dear the drill. This has become our forte, E.T. I'll read it. You and E offer solutions. All right. So uh, uh,
1: these aren't, these usually aren't as. Uh, what really overtakes me about hearing these is like often the pathetic level of humanity people reach to write a stranger in some of these questions. Asking for advice. On just the dumbest, like most, you ought to figure it out. You e, do. Yourself I have
6: things. some Dear Abby music, please. Here we go. Thank you. Dear Abby, I've been married to my wife for a little more than a year. I love her. I love her. Okay. However, right before our wedding, I met a co-worker. I'll call her Alexis. We hit it off, and I consider her a close friend. Okay. Alexis and I hooked up a few times before and after my wedding. We don't ever discuss the encounters after done. they happen. After we've had a few drinks, we both say things about being together, but usually we're just best friends. Yeah. While my friends believe this is odd, it's almost a blessing that the awkward conversation doesn't happen after a night of something happening. There have been instances when I have ditched my wife to hang out with Alexis. Not to do anything, but to just hang out with her and her mother. My That's wife like says, there's a question here. It sounds like this is a We'll get to
1: it. My wife
6: says I spend too much time with Alexis between work and after work, but she's fun to be with. My wife's kind of a homebody. She doesn't world? like to go out and have a good time. This can't be real. My wife doesn't trust Alexis, and while I can't blame her, I'm conflicted about what my next step should be. I love my wife, but I also love Alexis as more than a friend, and I know she feels the same. What should I do next? Okay,
1: I've got the quickest, simplest, one-sentence answer in the history <laughs> of Dear Drill. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. All right, It's quick, listen. For her sake. Yeah. Pack your bags yeah. and leave. Yeah. Do the right. You are a scumbag. <laughs> That's just, I mean, you're a scumbag. Yeah. There's no other words for it. There's no yeah. other. Yeah. I, I, I'm hoping this kid's this like a 20-year-old, right? They haven't learned any different yeah. or better. Yeah. But, yeah, do her the favor and let her go live a life with somebody who's not a scumbag.
2: E? Damn, bro, you know they say two is better than one, but not in this case. (laughs) Not in this case, bro. Hey, when a woman's fed up, there is nothing you can do about it. Don't get caught. What? Don't get caught.
1: I mean, or don't do it. Just another It's too late. He already did it. No, this guy is one of the dumbest people that have ever written into us.
2: Yes. Right?
1: (laughs) I mean, this is one of the most oblivious, dumbest people that walk around. I mean, there's narcissism, and then there's this dude. Hope you never
6: have to interact or meet this fella anywhere, because... You may love both of these women, but... No, ...you, you don't. are being fair to neither one. I your mean... wife doesn't trust Alexis. She senses something wrong, and she's right. You and Alexis aren't buddies. You're lovers. That you have confided to friends who think this is odd, in your words, means it's just a matter of time until your wife gets in on the secret. Your first loyalty should be to the wife. At the very least, you owe it to her to have an honest discussion and figure out with her what the next step should be. I made. like mine more to the point.
2: You're, You're a scumbag.
1: scumbag.
6: <laughs> Leave her for her sake.
2: Yo, dirty
1: dog. Obviously, first of all, this is who is this, this? Is a real dear Abby, okay? I could take her to task, too. You're about as dumb as he is, okay? I don't, I don't make him up. Because here's the deal. No, you, you do not love your wife. No. Nah you don't i mean that's fine whatever but yeah. don't you don't answer him well yeah. you yeah. love to pee. well no you may love the side piece i don't know until you're with her and then you'll find someone else you love but you definitely
6: don't love your I wife a,
1: you're treating her like crap
6: i have another odd one that i'll share with the both of you okay dear drill my husband and i have been going to the same dentist for 20 years we've always had the same dental hygienist There's a computer in the room where she works, and she always schedules our next six-month cleaning with her before we leave. Over the years, we've noticed that she's not very clean. She's sometimes very unkempt, with greasy hair and body odor. Mm. Her treatment room is also very messy. The last time I was there, she opened her cupboard, and I was appalled at the junk crammed in there. We are concerned that this is unsanitary and we no longer want to see her. We love our dentists and the office staff. They're the nicest, most considerate professional people. I would like to call and ask the front desk to reschedule our appointments with the other hygienist and include in our files that we only see that one. My husband thinks we should switch dentists. To be honest, I'm shocked that dentists would tolerate this, but he is a kind individual and maybe that's the problem. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Is e? the, so is it the dentist or the assistant it's who's- It's the dental hygienist who yeah. cleans your teeth every six months that she's saying, uh, after twenty well, what years, what do you want to say? A, yeah, I have my answer. It's
1: suddenly answer. a pig. My answers seem to formulate quickly. I have mine ready, but you go ahead. What would you? Easy
2: peasy. You get on that Google machine, yeah. and you type in dentist uh-huh. near me. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and you pull right. whole switcheroo. Right.
1: I think if you've had a long running relationship with the dentist, yeah, and I don't know, I can't tell if this hygienist has been with the dentist the whole time or if this is something new, yeah, yeah. but maybe just like a little, you know, you call your dentist over. Psst. your hygienist is a piggy. She needs to <laughs> clean it up, and we're not going to be able to keep yeah. coming here.
6: I I want to take the other tact here with you two. So I am i don't usually offer the advice. I just read the letters. But I disagree with the, both of you. Hey, hey lady, you've been going to the same hygienist for 20 years, and now you're just shredding her to death and saying she's a pig? What did she do, sleep with your husband? What's going now on that's here? The other There's guy. more to the story here, is lady. her name Alexis? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Good gosh, man, for 20 years, and mm. now all of a sudden you're telling me she stinks, she's greasy, yeah. and she has junk in her in her well, cover? Well, I don't understand. Has she been there the whole 20, or is she— We've always had the same dental hygienist. Okay, yeah. I've been going to the same dentist for 20 years. We've always had the same dental hygienist. You know what you hygienist. could say? You know what think you could... That's... Screw you, lady.
1: Here's what you could say. You could put it back on. You got a beef with her. What's the truth? No, I don't think it's that. It's a beef. No, I think this is where you go— you know, all of a sudden say she's a pig? No, here's what you do.
2: Yeah, you didn't all of a sudden just. No, here's that the out.
1: deal, man. No, or maybe you did, and then you have to to maybe analyze. Is there something
6: wrong with her? Is she? They're right. clinically depressed or, you know, take some care. Right? Yeah. Is everything okay? I've you noticed. love the dentist. You love the staff. She's part of the dentist and the staff. She's been the same person for 20 years. I notice you now s- I noticed you, like, no- notice you now smell like Mr. Titchener
1: from 8th grade yeah. world history.
6: Damn you, Mr. Titchener. I had
1: Mr. <laughs> Titchener at Bridgeport Junior High School, my
6: man, and it was like the
1: your longest running Your breath
6: like former Virginia co- coach no, George Welch.
1: No, oh no. Mr. Titchener would take any bad smell you've ever had in your life and overpower it. I mean, it was just the most amazing
6: Damn it, Mister hour or into hell.
1: I don't know if it builds character or whatnot But this dude like The kind of BO that would stick to you if you left the room mm-hmm. I oh. mean
2: just oh, the, the kind of BO that follows you I yeah. mean it's oh,
1: unbelievable yeah. dude And he would walk by and he would like point to something And it would just be just nauseating Not I, right
2: I think I could deal with... That's in
1: West Virginia, man. Somebody in any other state, they pull that guy aside and say, dude, you got to wear some deodorant.
2: I could deal with the body odor. It's the bad breath I can't stop.
1: Oh, I'd rather have... I, well, the bad breath, you can get away. The body odor, you can't. That's the problem. I right? can deal
2: with that, man. Look, like, if it's
1: bad breath, I, that's okay. I'm not getting anywhere near your face. But man, when the body odor... They, they
2: started talking to you in your face and using heavy H's all I don't think you understand,
1: uh-huh. E.T. I swear to God, I think you'd <laughs> understand the level of B.O. we're talking about here. I mean, I'm talking about... Like if you're walking down the hall towards Titchener's class, when you get within five feet, you start to—that's a little odd. When you open the door, you are overpowered
2: Bodies. with the most
1: pungent, sweet onion—you know, Indian food, the kind of worst thing that you could ever imagine. Body
2: odor so bad, you can see it. Yeah,
1: yeah, like <laughs> yeah, like a yellow—the yeah, like the fog, the yellow haze. Ugh, that's fair, it's terrible. All right. That's, anyway, that's your dear Abby's. Yeah, we've uh, ended today with a big flopper. Yeah, it was a flop. This is the drill. Say, a custom tree search Disappointing. Now, the two-minute drill.
0: Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com careers. Equal opportunity employer. All
1: right, uh, before we bring in Tony and talk about Jack State, I do want to mention a speed trap. Uh has been texted in. Speed trap alert right now. Taking pictures there, 295 North on the East Beltway, right at Bay Meadows near... Uh, The express lane exit. So, there you go. Uh, Keep those speeds down. Keep that money in your pocket. The Drill Speed Trap Alert brought to you by Catlin. Truck accessories Now, uh, Tony, Mike, standing by. I uh, saw D-Rock wandering around as well for today's. Mm-hmm. Who's uh, who, What do we got?
6: Who's our loser this week? Uh, D-Rock brought okay. some McDonald's this about 12 morning. times
1: now, I think, this year for D-Rock.
6: <laughs> D-Rock's been an embarrassment to both the uh, Breakfast Bowl and ESPN. Well, I let him know, basically, <laughs> as soon as I walked in the door, that uh, if Zay Jones had caught maybe one of those passes that he dropped, that might have been enough. Oh. Because he but had it Trevor wasn't. Lawrence. But it yeah. wasn't. he t- yeah. chimes in but quickly. But it wasn't. Yeah, and uh, and, had and had I was it. down. Less than two points. Oh, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah, we were making
1: fun of him this time last week. Yeah, there he is. Here what, he comes. What an embarrassment! Just in the lose, into the losers' lounge steps Mike. E, are you going to stay
6: with that same same strategy? <laughs> uh, Next week, I, I, I this,
2: think I'm going to switch it up. Right. Okay, this yeah. week
1: he's going to go with two guys that aren't playing. <laughs> he's already used. D Rock, you were like all high and mighty. I don't. Know. It seemed like about a month ago they. Oh, they. I've only really lost once, and it seems like you've lost every week since then. Is that wrong? Incorrect.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, okay. Okay. Hey, keep my name before, out your what? mouth, loser! <laughs> All, right, yeah. Yeah.
6: All year, that's no, not bad. That. It gets expensive. Yeah. Uh, what else is cooking in okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our question of the day today: right. asking, moving forward, who do you think are the five most vital building blocks for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Okay. All right. I hope we can come up with five. <laughs> I think you can. God, please I get five. All right, that'll do. Uh, have Thank a great you show. Be Mike who they are though, today. Oh, you yeah. are
1: parsing it out. Once you get past uh, uh, Trevor and ETN, I mean. Yeah. Kirk's under contract for a while. Like Kirk, Campbell. I mean, is for- yeah. is Fortner not your guy on the offensive line? I mean, is, would an all-pro center working with your quarterback not be as important as these average tackles we employ? I don't know.
6: Uh, we'll see. We'll get some stars. Building blocks. Stars. Building blocks. Stars, anyway. please. Building blocks. All right.
1: That's a Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday on the drill.